district team neither we'll, we'll have one thrown up there for you yeah welcome to everyone here this process could we have a roll call vote please we'll just have a roll call mr chair <clears throat> members when you hear your name please indicate that you are present member jeremy lee present jeremy lee present member hernandez gill Present. Fernandez Gill. Present. Member Pierce. Present. Pierce. Present. Member Castillon. Present. Castillon. Present. Chair Townsend. Present. Townsend. Present. Member Ho. Member Ho. Present. Member Cooper. Present. Member Cooper. Present. Member Casa Lee. Present. Casa Lee. Present. Uh, Vice Chair Reiner. Present. Reiner. Present. Mr. Chair, there are nine members present. Thank you so much, uh, Mr. Chair. Mr. Clerk, do you have it? I mean, Mr. Clerk, I'm... <laughs> I will go through our announcements for access to the meeting. The redistricting task force is now convening hybrid meetings that allow in person attendance and public comment while still providing remote access and public comment via telephone. The task force recognizes that equitable public access is essential and we will be taking public comment as follows. First, public comment will be taken on each item on today's agenda. Those attending in person will be allowed to speak first, and then we will take public comment from those who are connected through the telephone line or through WebEx. The public comment call-in number is 415-655-0001. You'll be prompted to enter a meeting ID. The meeting ID for today's meeting is 2492733433. After you have entered the meeting ID, you should press the pound symbol twice to connect to the meeting. When you're connected, you will hear the meeting discussions, but your line will be muted and in listening mode only. When your item of interest comes up on our agenda and public comment is called, those joining us in person should line up to speak along what is my left side of the room, what is your right side of the room if you're facing the uh, panel. And then those who are connected to our meeting through telephone or who are connected through the WebEx telemeeting software, if you wish to join the speaker line, you can raise your hand. Folks who have called us can raise their hands by dialing star three. Star three toggles the hand raise up and down. If you dial star three a second time, it'll put your hand down. If you dial star three a third time, it'll put your hand back up and you can just you can go back and forth and back and forth. So if you're confused, you can dial it again, and the system will tell you whether you have your hand raised or not. If you are connected to our meeting from within WebEx, you can just raise your hand in WebEx, and that will add you to the queue of speakers from whom you will hear. We do ask that if you are connecting to our meeting remotely, that you remember to turn down the volume of your television, your radio, your streaming device, whatever you may be using to access today's proceedings. That way we will not have problems with echoes or feedback that may be distracting. Alternatively, you may submit public comment in writing. We invite you to email the task force at rdtf at sfgov.org. Or you can send your written comments to our office in City Hall. That is the redistricting task force, care of the clerk's office. The clerk's office is in room 244 of City Hall. And City Hall's address is 1 Dr. Carlton B. Goodlit Place, San Francisco, California, 94102. We are joined today by our partners in the Office of Civic Engagement and Immigrant Affairs. We have 
uh, OSEA here to help us with both simultaneous and consecutive interpretation of the entirety of today's proceedings. There are two additional remote meeting rooms set up for simultaneous interpretation for those who are wishing to join the meeting and listen to it interpreted either into Cantonese or into Spanish. Please note that remote public comment will not be taken in the simultaneous interpretation rooms. If there are callers in the simultaneous rooms who wish to participate in public comment, they should call the remote public comment call in number, which is the number that I repeated or that I mentioned earlier. And the interpreters in each of the rooms are giving instructions for how to participate at this time. Interested members of the public who wish to listen to the meeting interpreted into Cantonese should dial 415-655-0001, enter the meeting ID for the Cantonese simultaneous interpretation room, which is 2499-512-9325. Press the pound symbol twice to connect to the meeting and you will hear the meeting interpreted into Cantonese. The simultaneous interpreters in that room right now between now and 6.30 this evening are Harvey Tai and Flora Wong. The interested members of the public who wish to listen to the meeting interpreted into Spanish should dial 415-655-0001. And the meeting ID for the Spanish simultaneous interpretation room is 2496089 After the caller has dialed those numbers, they should press the pound symbol two times and they will hear the meeting deliberations interpreted into Spanish. We have interpreters in that room from now until 6.30. They are Dasha Inciarte and Jose Luis Fernandez. There will be another shift of interpreters in that room after 6.30 p.m. And then finally, the consecutive interpretation team for today is Agnes Lee, Arturo Casenza, and Raymond Boris. They will be with us until 5.30, and then they will be relieved after that time with some additional folks from Intergraphics from uh, 5.30 p.m. until we are adjourned, whatever time that is. For now, I would like to request Agnes, Arturo, and Raymond to provide the access instructions and to introduce their services. Can we hear from Agnes first, please? Thank you, Mr. Kirk. Can I clarify one thing? Uh, what's the PC time limit for today? Uh, that is, I have not heard otherwise. Mr. Chair, how long are we giving for public comment today? One minute. It's one minute uh, from the, the chair has declared that it's one minute. Agnes, thank you for asking. Thank you. 本會議議程散界每一個議項均持有公眾評論環節 Fan 
。此外，你亦都可以通过以下几种种方式提交书面公众评论：发电邮到 rdtf@sfgov.org， 联络选区从划工作组书记。如果你系以电邮方式递交公众评论，公众评论则会呈交至选区从划工作组。你亦都可以透过美国邮政邮寄书面公众评论至我哋嘅办公室。邮寄地址 ：City Hall Number One Doctor Carton B Gulley Place Room Two Four Four San Francisco California Nine Four One O Two。最后，本会议全程会提供广东话交替同同声传译服务。现场或远程参与会议嘅公众人士，如果需要收听广东话嘅同声传译，请拨打四一五六五五零零零一，然后输入会议 ID 二四九九五一二。九三二五，然后再按两次井号键，就可以加入到广东话频道同步收听会议。呢一啲会议号码嘅信息可以随时翻睇今日会议议程嘅首页。多谢大家配合 ，Thank you。Para escuchar esta reunión en español, por favor marque uno cuatro quince seis cinco cinco cero 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 uno, seguido por el código de acceso dos cuatro nueve seis cero ocho nueve siete siete tres cinco y luego presione la tecla de numeral dos veces cuando el comentario público El comentario público está disponible para todo asunto de esta agenda. Cada persona tendrá permitido solo un minuto para expresarse. Para dar su comentario, marque 415-655-0001, seguido por el código de acceso 2492-733-4356, más la tecla de numeral dos veces. Al conectarse a la reunión, estará silenciado y solo podrá escuchar las discusiones en marcha. Cuando empiece el asunto de su interés, marque asterisco 3 para ponerse en la fila. Las mejores prácticas incluyen llamar desde un lugar tranquilo, hablar clara y lentamente, además de bajarle el volumen a su televisor o a su radio. Los miembros del público que estén conectados a la reunión por Webex pueden indicar que quieren dar su comentario levantando la mano. Al hacerlo será colocado en la fila de espera. Alternativamente puede enviar sus comentarios de cualquiera de las siguientes maneras: por correo electrónico a la Secretaría del Grupo de Trabajo para la Reorganización de Distritos a rdtf@sfgov.org o asimismo los comentarios se pueden enviar por correo al Ayuntamiento a City Hall 1 Dr. Carlton Beckwith Place, Sala 244, San Francisco, California 94102. Gracias. Ang pampubliko ko may nalakaran para sa mga paksang tatalakayin. Bawat isa ay may isang minuto para magpahayag. Tumawag po sa 415-655-0001 at gamitin po ang meeting ID na 2492-733-4356 at pinutin ang simula ng pound dalawang ulit. Kapag naikabit na madinig na niyong usapan, subalit hindi pa po maaari magsalita. Kapag dumating na sa paksang interesado kayo, pinutin po ang star 3 para masama kayo sa hanay na mga nais magsalita. Pinakamainam na gawain na tumawag mula sa tahimik na lugar. Salita ng malinaw at dahan-dahan at tinanong telebisyon, radyo ng pamangkasangkapang ginagamit sa pagsabaybay sa pagpupulong. Para po doon sa gumamit ng WebEx telemeeting software, kung nais niyong pahayag sa panang papublikong komento, ipaalam po ito sa amin sa pamamagitan ng pagtaas niyong kamay sa loob ng WebEx. Sa gitang paraan, maisasama kayo sa hanay ng mga nagnais magpahayag at kilalaran. Marin po kayo magbigay ng mga isinulat na komento sa mga sumusunod na paraan. Mag-email po sa Redistricting Task Force Clerk sa rdtf at sfgov.org. Ayon yung komento ay paparating po sa Task Force. Marin po kayo lumiham sa aming opisina City Hall gamit ang US Postal Service sa 1. Dr. Carlton B. Good Place, Room 244, San Francisco, California 94102. Maraming salamat po. Thank you. Thank you all so much for being here now as you have been for so many of our meetings. Mr. Chair, that concludes our announcements. And we are uh, aware of the microphone issue that may, you may be experiencing there and we have people coming up to work on it, but I think it Thank you. Uh, it well, so, sounds good now. So far so good. So 
let's roll with it for at least this period of time. Uh, uh, I believe we are ready to go to the next item, item two. Agenda item number two is the final draft map. Members of the task force shall discuss and hear from the public on the final draft map approved on April 21st, 2022. This is a discussion and possible action item, including potential approval of technical changes to the final draft map from April 21st. Thank you, uh, Mr. Hernandez-Gill. Thank you. Uh, so I, I do have a uh, handful of technical changes that I've uh, uh, gotten the uh, approval uh, from the city attorney. Uh, so I'm happy just to go down the list, um, if that makes sense. Please. Uh, so um, in District 6 currently, and we have... Hey, pardon? We have online Jane Hood. Oh, okay. Jane Hood is there, and uh, if we could pass the presenter card to Jane Hood so that Thank she you. can display the oh, map. Thank you. I'm sorry. That's okay. I thought she wouldn't be here. And Thank then uh, SFGov TV, if you can change to the map display for the Crestron systems here in the room with us. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Mr. Yeah, no, no, no worry. So um, over by the ferry building, if we can zoom into that uh, boundary between District 6 and District 3, all the way down uh, towards Mission Street. Um, so the current line shifts the San Francisco Railway Museum uh, from District 3 into District uh, 6. Um, it's a block without any uh, population. So. Um, it makes sense for it to stay there since that's where the railways are. Uh, so hopefully that's okay. Um, and, and for what it's worth, that's where it is now uh, with the older uh, um, districts. Let's see. Uh, then going down. Do I have consensus to approve this change? Yes. That was a yes. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Thank you. Then uh, now going to Mansell McLaren Park over uh, in District 11. There has been a request uh, for some part of uh, McLaren Park to be added to District 11. Uh, what makes most sense would be the area north of the uh, high schools. So that, that would be north of Mansell and south uh, and uh, that that area right there. Um, it is also population of zero um, and there is already connection with the two high schools that are uh, there. So consensus on that? Perfect. The um, other changes are a little bit more significant. Um, so uh, we have gotten a request from the API Council and members of the Japantown community to add the two census blocks east of Scott Street, north of Bush, and south of Pine back into District 5. The goal would be to reincorporate the Chibi-Chan Early Childhood Center back into District 5. Um, this is a center that is crucial for serving families in Japantown and the Western Edition. 
the blocks of a population of 198 people. And of course, um, it is supported by public comment and doesn't result in a significant shift. I was under the impression that they did not want that. They did not ask for that. I didn't see any requests for that. Uh, the API Council emailed it out uh, just a couple of days ago. Japantown did not. <clears throat> so there is no consensus? What's the result of that? What would be the impact? The result of that would be for District 5 to go to 4.82% deviation. District 2 would go to minus 4.07% deviation. I don't consent. Everybody else okay with that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. So that is consensus in that case? Yes. Thank you. I think so. Yep. Okay. Like yes. And uh, the other uh, request um, has been if we can zoom into the D5, D3 border. This is a one sole census block east of Mason, west of Cyril Magnum, and north of Ellis. Uh, this block includes one SRO building, Maria Manor, uh, where it is mostly monolingual Chinese-speaking seniors that live there. It is part of a four-building community of Tenderloin um, uh, residents, again, mostly Chinese seniors. They participate in many common activities, ping pong, morning exercises, coffee hours, and depend on one another. Uh, they are residents of the um, members of the Tenderloin Chinese Rights Association, and they would be grateful if they can be added back. Uh, it has a population of 113 people, and it is currently part of District 6. Can we remove those blocks again? It, it's uh, right where the uh, District 3 District 6 and District 5 meet uh, Cyril Magnum. I'm not even sure how to pronounce that, I, I guess. Yeah, that that area right there. Let me zoom in. I wanna make sure that I'm in the right area. So Mason is here and then we have O'Farrell to the top, or could you please repeat? Yes, it, it would be east of Mason, west of Cyril Magnum, north of Ellis. Uh, so that that that's that's it right there. For some reason, it says Fifth Street, but that that's actually Cyril Magnum. Okay, thank you. Yeah, this is Ellis, and this is Ophira. and this has a population of one hundred and thirteen people, which would change the resulting deviations. Um, to, if we add this to District 5, District 5 would then go to 4.92% uh, deviation. District 3 would go to minus 0 0.1, or sorry, minus 0 0.31. Um, just a question to you, Member Gill. Um, given that they're all Chinese seniors, shouldn't they be in the same district as District 3 with the other Chinese senior SROs? Uh, so, as I mentioned, my understanding is that they are part of a four-building community that already exists in the Tenderloin. Something that might be 
easiest to clarify here is could we bring on the current supervisorial district lines? I think this is what member Hernandez Gill is trying to describe. It, it is currently in uh, in district six. Yeah. So it, it just keeps them together uh, when they're already together. Your proposal is to move them into district five. District five so that they stay in district. They stay with the yeah, in the same district. My only my only concern on this one is that between this move and the last move, it puts district five into 4.9 and we're trying not to. So either one of the two, we might want to reconsider because 4.9 is pushing the boundaries again. And and I have no problem with it staying with the rest of the senior monolingual Chinese SROs in Chinatown under the same supervisor. I, I just want to add that there is a sizable uh, Chinese population that is organized in the Tenderloin. Um, so, uh, yeah. The move. I just, just have a problem that. with the numbers. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, as I mentioned, this... Uh, this was vetted in uh, through the city attorney's office, uh, so it it does uh, it's still compliant with this change. I, I, I so I I would like to understand um, member Ho's concern, given that, are would you be more interested in moving the entire um, block back into District Three or? dividing the actual um, complex? Well, I guess if the argument is that they are monolingual senior Chinese SRO residents, which majority of Chinatown is also, I just don't see the problem with keeping them under all under the same supervisorial district. So, so, but then my question is, are we talking about moving from Taylor Street all the way into D3? Because from Taylor Street East, all of that is one complex with those SRO, like it's one big SR com complex. Okay, I think, I think that was not made clear, like where the other buildings are. You know, you said it was, you said it was organized, was, is it organized or is it under the same management? What are we talking about? So uh, they are part of the Tenderloin Chinese Rights Association. I do not know where the other locations were. Th they uh, just brought this specific um, Maria Manor uh, to my attention. I'm, I'm removing myself from the queue, but that, that's all I wanted was, can we be clear that this actually divides a complex and um, I guess member Gill, I it sounds like you have a long list of changes um, and each one of them may be um, butting up to the concern of the population changes that member Reiner has mentioned so perhaps we could just hear all of your changes all at once before we go by one by one at a time because they all seem to be impacting similar districts. Yeah, uh, well, the, there's only one left uh, for District 5, uh, so hopefully that will make it easier. And this would be going back to Golden Gate Park uh, around Keysar Drive. Uh, so uh, in, in our changes to um, 
who represents Golden Gate Park. We have removed actually all of Golden Gate Park from District 5. So my request would be to add uh, some part of Golden Gate Park back to District 5 since uh, we all know that there is a long history within uh, the Haight-Ashbury. So um, the most logical part would be uh, the area south of Kizar um, Drive. Uh, it has a population of 70. Um, and, uh, yep, that's it. I, I don't have a problem with that. Is anyone else? Sorry, yes, Member Cooper. I think, um, I guess the one issue is that, um, is that the, the stadium is sort of more closely related to that, that southern portion. You also have the apartments at Frederick and, um, Stanion that are now kind of separated by a bit of the park from the rest of their district. Uh, I'd be curious. I don't know exactly off the top of my head what the census block lines look north of north of JFK, since we did keep that little connection. Um, and, and maybe, maybe it may. Be, I, I definitely understand the hate connection to that that part of the park, um, but I'd be interested to see if maybe there'd be a, a solution north of north of JFK Drive. Or north of Kizar Drive. Is that, is that so all? if is I'm that... understanding correctly, you're asking for to see the block that's above JFK Drive. Yeah, which I was selected here. I was hoping that would be a little smaller. Okay. Never, never mind then. Yeah, and I do acknowledge that uh, it is uh, larger than you know we would normally expect. Uh, but as you all mentioned, there is a long connection um, and actually a, an active population that is served. Um, many of the traveler kids gather on in that area of uh, Golden Gate Park, um, and they do go uh, to various service providers in the Haight itself. Um, so it makes sense for them to be connected. It's a small population. It still keeps it compliant. For District 5, yes. Um, Mr. Casoli, I see you. Thank you. I, I am a bit reticent about this. Uh, the entrances to keys. well, first of all, the, the concerns of Member Cooper, and second, all the entrances of keys are now facing District 8. So, I didn't hear you clearly. All the entrances to Keysar Stadium face in this version of District 8. So... There, there is an entrance over on um, on Keyser Drive. It, the main entrance. Uh, I acknowledge that. Um, if you remember correctly, the main entrances to Keyser are facing south and southeast, right? Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. History doesn't always matter. I understand, but I have trouble thinking of just going back to when that was Poly High School as well. I have trouble thinking of it anywhere but District 5, but uh, and connected with Kate, Ashbury, and Fillmore uh, mm -hmm. traditionally. Yeah. That that's where that was, and and uh, Keysar and 
uh, Kizar Pavilion, which is where the uh, the summer pro basketball league is every year, which has always been started as the Booker T. Washington League in the Fillmore in District 5 and has always been considered a part of that. Uh, you know, I, I'm not suggesting that that rises to the level of coy, mm -hmm. but it certainly does rise to the level of tradition and history. And uh, if it doesn't injure us population-wise, uh, I'm just a little bit looking for more concern, more reasons for the concern, unless we're just not feeling agreeable today. So um, I think what might be best is for us to just actually put all the those technical changes around District 5 on the table and have a discussion about which ones are most important because I also had one that I think under the existing configuration would have kept District 5 under uh, within population limits, but at this point, I think it would not keep it within population limits. So I think we should just have a discussion about which of these are the most important. Well, well some, certainly if they're not competing necessarily, but uh, if they're District 5 issues, we probably ought to look at them all before we start approving them piecemeal yep. and get the numbers out of whack. Uh, is that okay with uh, you, Mr. Hernandez Gill? Um, if we don't have consensus on this, then yes, it sounds like that's the only way to advance. Let's discuss them and see where we are. And just so I catch up, Mr. Chair, if I can, because we did previously note that one of those was made by consensus, so I'm just yeah. going to go through the several that I've noted now that have District 5 impacts. They were the Chibi Chan Preschool Edition. They were the one block between Mason, Cyril Magnin, Ellis, and O'Farrell to District 5, and also this block in, uh, south of Kizar Drive in Golden Gate Park into District 5. Those are the three that I'm tracking right now that will not be registered in as changes made by consensus until later. Thank you. Very good. Uh, did you have anything else or you want to wait and go to your last one or you want to do it now? Well, I, I'll, I'll just mention the other two because they, they were not uh, approved um, by the city attorney, but I, I do feel it's worthwhile to mention them. There was a request from the Hayes Valley Neighborhood Association to add the Alchemy Apartments, Alchemy Community Garden, Haight Street Art Center, UC Dental School and Open House LGBT Senior Housing. It is all located on the single census block north of Herman and west of Laguna into District 5. It does have a population of 738, uh, so that would be uh, in an overpopulation of 5%. And then uh, the other one was in D4, uh, four blocks that contained two Chinese churches in Jefferson Elementary, which has an attendance area predominantly in the sunset. Uh, this is the uh, part uh, in uh, the inner sunset between 17th Street to 19th Avenue, Lincoln to Judah. So again, significant population shift, so it wasn't approved. So I'm not going to push on them, but uh, there are two requests that have been received, that I have received from uh, various community groups. Very good. Um, Mr. Castilian. Uh, thank you, Chair Townsend. Uh one of the uh, requested changes I had was actually the same McLaren Park change that you had just made. So glad to see that people were on the same page. Uh, so the, the District 5 one that I had in mind. Uh, so if we were to go to the Nopna area, uh, it would be between Golden Gate and 
I believe, Broderick. And Baker. Uh, zoom in real quick to make sure I've got the right street name. Golden Gate and yeah, so I believe it's between Golden Gate, Broderick, uh, McAllister. If I, my computer would wake up real quick. So there's a housing authority site uh, that uh, exists on this block uh, that largely serves the Western Edition. Would make sense to keep this with District Five. I believe the population is 354, which would put District Five over population. Uh, the change that was approved by the DCAs was to pair this with uh, adding a block of mid-market to District 6, uh, which is over at Octavia and Golf. So it's the very bottom corner. It'd, yeah, it would be it to add this that one block between Octavia and Golf uh, into District 6, which... And with the District 5 before the changes that we just made would have uh, made things population compliant there, but I'm not sure if they would at the moment. So if we move this block uh, of hate, Octavia, Goff, and Market into District 6 from District 5, that's a total of 71 people. And it takes uh, the deviation for District 6 to minus 4.88% and District 5 to positive 4.73%. Yeah, so the, th this would have been paired with the change for the uh, for that housing authority site over in Nope, no. Okay, thank you. Yes, I can only edit one district. Yeah, so can you commit that change real so quick? So let me commit this change and then we can look at the other one. And then this block is Golden Gate, Baker, McAllister, and Broderick. And this has 354 people in it. This takes uh, District 5 to 5.18%. So out of deviation and uh, 2 to minus 4.5%. Right, so that was the change that I had proposed the DCAs that they had approved, but with the existing uh, D5 changes that we've just discussed, it does put it over population. So I think there's a discussion to have around which of these uh, proposed changes are most important. Give me the, um, the boundaries again. Golden Gate, Baker, Broderick, and McAllister. Yeah, okay. So, um, oh, sorry. Mr. Chair, it appears that Member Cooper is next on the roster. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Chair. Um, yeah, I, um, yeah, I guess these are, these are all, all, you know, edits received from the public and I think all, um, all worth considering, but yes, we're, we're kind of running up to up against the numbers of the district five. My, my preference would be to lead, lead with the, um, requests based around where people live. So that would that would be the requests 
the the tenderloin um the serial magnet tenderloin request and and this this request this flip here um followed then by the the preschool and then the the park request i think um like i said all all valid and important requests but i think if as we're coming up on population numbers we should be be you know prioritizing the needs of yeah res residents based on on where they live and then if we can if we can address the other issues with the school and the park then we could get to those as well that's my thought uh member pierce um i i would love to agree with member cooper because these are these do have real world consequences in terms of quality of life um Kizar and Polly not being in District 5 is really cutting the heart out of what is considered part of being a teenager and a person of color in in District 5. So um as as a longtime resident of this city, I actually give priority to the park change first. Um simply because we've lost the jazz culture. We have lost a lot of the um, educational culture that is part of this district and these changes. I would like to see at least some part of black and Japanese culture remaining in District 5, um, if at all possible. Um, let, oh, the, uh, my chair, right? <laughs> So just as a reminder, I want to remind everybody that we've had many, many discussions about the boundaries of Japantown and the executive director of the, the uh, preschool has agreed that since they have their preschool site on Pine and they have the preschool site that's in the Booker T. Washington building, he was okay with not including that extension that we just added because of the population impact. So I just want, and it's possible that the API council is not aware of that conversation. So I just wanted to bring that up. Very good. Uh, Mr. Hernandez Gill. Uh, yeah, I, I did want to uh, just again, emphasize that the park, while there are, uh, to my knowledge, no housing units included there, there is a population uh, of people that do stay in that park uh, that do uh, depend on services along Haight Street, and uh, there has been for a very long time. Um, so it is 70 people who I, I think would benefit greatly uh, from having that connection. So uh, I, I think I, I want to emphasize that. And um, in regards to uh, uh, Chibi-chan, um, I mean, we, we've received um, emails from the Community Youth Center of San Francisco from various um, groups. I, I, and I think here we might just not have consensus within uh, the, the community, um, and that's okay. Uh, but th there is, I, I think, a, um, a compelling reason why they should be kept together. Um, and and I, I do believe in the map. They they did put it as uh, strongly preferred remaining in District 5. Uh, this is from 
the uh, yes, M Emily Morase uh, did uh, note uh, that it would be strongly preferred uh, to keep Chibichan in District Five. Uh, April sixth. I've talked to her since then. Okay. We, uh, Mr. Castilian. Uh, thank you, Chair Townsend. Um, yeah, I think all these arguments are, I think all these arguments are compelling. At this moment, I'm inclined to agree with Member Cooper's order of priority. Uh, I think the, uh, the uh, serial magnet area followed by the housing authority site followed by Chibichan is where I would land. Followed by what? Uh, Chibichan Preschool. Okay. Yeah. I guess some of you, and I probably meant to say this uh, months ago when I didn't, some of you, when you speak, you trail off as you get near the end of your statement, and the last few words are difficult for a person my age at least to hear. So be careful a little bit, at least till after Thursday, then you can go back to speaking the way you want to. Uh, I don't care. Um, Mr. Cooper, please. Thank you. Just, yeah, on the on the Golden Gate Park edit, I do, do think, yeah, there is that strong connection with, yeah, with the hate and that area of the park. I will say though, there is, there are housing units in that, in that census block. It's the apartments above American Cyclery, um, and it's that building at Stanion and, and Frederick, and that has a connection it's a lot closer to Pole Valley than it is to the Hate, and insofar as those things are separate, which they are in this map, um, I think that that to me says you know we should you know consider having. I think all, all things being equal, I think I would you know I'm pretty pretty divided. I think there's good arguments on both sides in terms of where that census block should go, but I think uh, as I, I still think it's to me a, a because of that and other reasons still a lower priority than the other um, the other two. So. Thank you. Um, Member Pierce. So, so refocusing on the two housing complexes, um, we can't do an and both. So let's start the discussion around how we're gonna prioritize which gets selected now at this point. Well, that's a good question. And I don't see anybody's name in the queue, and I'm looking for help. Um, I see Mr. Castilian. Thank you. So maybe what is the best approach is to just have everyone go through and say which of these changes they rank number one. That might be the best way to do this, to kind of like RCV in some style. <laughs> I just well put everyone on the spot. Um, uh, then, then I'm going to need a reading of the, uh, and, and, but, oh, oh, I'm sorry. He just, I didn't see a name. And, but before you go, uh, Mr. Somebody remember for the final report that we suggest that going forward in the future on these machines, they close, they do close captioning. Because if my hearing was any worse, I couldn't be up here. And there are people who have far worse hearing than I that may want to serve on some committee or commission. So it's something to give to the clerk's office and something we ought to at least put in the final report to, to improve things. Anyway, 
Uh, who was next, Mr. Jeremy Lee? We can just. No, I don't care. <laughs> It doesn't. Oh, no, 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 no. I thought there was a name. I thought he wanted to speak. Yeah. Let me do this. I got this. <laughs> yes. But I wanted to get a reading of all of what we've talked about first before you go, Mr. Clerk. There are five changes that I've heard. One was to add the Chibichan Preschool to District 5. One was to add the block bounded by Mason, Cyril Magnin, Ellis, and O'Farrell to District 5. One was to add the area south of Kizar Drive within Golden Gate Park to District 5. The mic is a little positive, so I'm trying not to blow it out. <laughs> Those were offered by Member Hernandez-Gill and then uh, member Cassian offered two. One of them is to add the block between Golden Gate and McAllister with a western boundary of Broderick and an eastern boundary of Baker to District 5. And then another was uh, between Octavia and Goff southward to Market to District 6 from District 5. To clarify, uh, it would only be in the case to, to make sure that the housing authority site is added in there. Sure. Just, but, uh, for the population. Which, I'm just which, taking note of site. the one at Broderick, uh, Golden, Baker, Broderick, Baker, Golden Gate. I thought that was in. That one's not in. When do we take that out? Right at okay. the beginning. We kept trying to add it back in and it never got added back in. It never got, okay. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Very good. Okay. Mr. Chair, Member Hernandez. -Gill. Oh, yeah, you're in there. Thank you. Sorry, Mr. Hernandez. -Gill. So I'm I'm happy to just start off on the list. Uh, well, oh, no, we're going to. Oh, okay. We're going to go down the line. Mr. Casoli. Thank you. Uh, I I personally agree with Member Cooper's uh, priority list. I think it makes sense, and I I will go with that. Thank you. Can you repeat what that priority list was, please, for everyone? Can you speak up? Oh, the first. The first priority, I think, it was Sarah Magnin. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Sarah Magnin. Yes, and I I concur on that. Um, the Cyril Magnin block is my first priority of these. Um, my first priority would be the block from Golden Gate McAllister Broderick to Baker from D2 to D5. And the reason being, I feel like that housing complex is just that much more different from the rest of D2. And in comparison, um, the, the Cyril Magnin move, um, there are at least other SROs and monolingual SROs in District 3 currently that 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 switch from one supervisor to another wouldn't be too drastic. They would, there would still be support for that community there under that supervisor. Whereas I feel that the housing complex um, at Golden Gate McAllister don't have the same type of support in D2. So that would be my priority. Golden Gate McAllister. Broderick and Baker. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I will go with the, uh, the Golden Gate, Baker, Broderick, McAllister. Um, I don't have, please, 
I don't have a problem with any of these, quite frankly. Um, if I was going to pick one, it would certainly be the, the Nopna block, uh, uh, just because of uh, that, the one, the Housing Authority site, which was taken out of D5 when this whole process of district elections first got started. And uh, um, there are, I mean, and, and it's amazing this hasn't come up. When we talk about communities of interest, there are what, I, I, I'm not going to count now, but I think there are five, at least four, at least four, maybe five other public housing sites in District 5. So to have this one outside somewhere by itself in District 2 just would make no sense at all. So I, I would uh, make that my priority. The Golden Gate block, you know, I don't remember all that stuff so well, but he called it the, 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 the part of the Northern Panhandle. Uh, Vice Chair. Thank you, Chair Townsend. Um, I would tend to agree with you. Um, I also feel that some of the other changes I'm agnostic to, but I'm also very conscious of the numbers in terms of where we are. So, for example, as you know, the reason that Japantown change was made was because of population. And so I would leave that to that kind of a decision. Um, that's my concern is population. But yes, Golden Gate Baker, Broderick McAllister and the Housing Authority would be what I would recommend as number one. Um, for me, I would prioritize Cyril Magnu just to keep the, I, I feel like we have already just sliced and diced this whole area up and it, it does divide, um, what is a linkage of resources to actual residences. So I would be inclined to not further cut up communities that feel connected. So that, that would be my priority. Yes. Um, so, so for me, um, I, I believe that I, I made the motion at least once, if not twice, around keeping the Western edition whole. Uh, so I, I obviously understand and, and appreciate the importance of the housing authority. Uh, but I also want to be cognizant that this change as it currently stands splits uh, various uh, black churches, uh, puts them in D2. There are many families uh, that are strongly and have been strongly associated with the Western edition that live throughout this entire area. Um, I, I think, um, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's a challenge. I think we basically have 12 to 15 blocks there uh, that are just going to be uh, plopped into a district that has very little in common uh, with them. Uh, so so just to focus on that housing authority side, I, I, I think it, it troubles me uh, because first of all, it, it, <laughs> the population is not limited to the housing authority site. There are other uh, people living on that block. Um, so, um, yeah, if we could just carve out uh, the housing authority side, maybe I'd be more comfortable with it. But uh, I, I don't think that can be done. Uh, so uh, I'm going to stick with uh, my uh, list of um, starting out with Mason, uh, Cyril Magnan, and then going through Chibi Chan, the park, um, et cetera. 
And of those, the one that you would put as your first priority? It's Cyril Magnum Mason. Got it. Um, my preference would be uh, first priority to the Cyril Magnum SRO building. Um, I, you know, there is that cluster of uh, monolingual Chinese SROs in the Tenderloin that are organized. I've I've heard them perform and, and sing Chinese folk songs before. Um, they, the Chinese population in the Tenderloin faces very different circumstances than the Chinese pop, the monolingual Chinese population in Chinatown. There are far far more safety issues that they have to deal with. And um, that, frankly, Chinatown doesn't have as, you know, those safety issues aren't quite as as prominent and and affecting their daily lives. Um, just with the just the rampant drug dealing that's happening in the Tenderloin. Um, so uh, my I, I would not want to break that community up. Okay, so. Uh, I see some names in the queue. Uh, have we kept count? I have, Mr. Chair. I would you like a Would you like a recap of the count that I kept? Big pardon. So there were five members that indicated a top priority of the block between Mason, Cyril, Magnin, Ellis, and O'Farrell. They are members Casey Lee, member Cooper, member Pierce, member Hernandez Gill, and member Jeremy Lee. And the next highest priority was for the block between Golden Gate and McAllister, uh, with Broderick to the east and I'm sorry, Broderick to the west and Baker to the east. And that was the priority listed from member Ho, member Castillon, yourself, Mr. Chair, and the Vice Chair. Thank you. Um, so that at the present time is the way we will go. Um, Mr. Cooper, you had something else or something different or something this? related related to this and to talk about how to move forward. I think it would be good to look at the map. And I believe we made the Chibichan change by consensus. I think the best thing to do now is to, to get an understanding of the numbers is to undo that change and then start with the Cyril Magnon change. Okay. Um, and see where we are with the numbers. That makes sense. Okay, thank you. I will undo the change that we made earlier. Just want to make sure I also undo this block down here. Yes, thanks. Okay, let me just confirm that it is the same. Yes, okay. Um, and then we can visit the first priority change along Serial Magnum, Ellis. Yeah, I believe it's Serial Magnum, Ellis, O'Farrell, Mason. Yes, thank you. Just wanted to. Okay, here it is. And this is again 113 people, and this takes uh, the deviation of District Two. Oh, sorry. Let me put that in the right district. It goes into District Five. <laughs> so this goes uh, takes District Five to 4.72 percent deviation, and District Three to minus 0.31 percent deviation. 
Okay. I, I would say we could start start with that change and then we could take a look at the next that the other the other change. I do you want to elevate member Hernandez Gill's comment and then I think it's well well taken. I was was uh obviously upset about a lot of the, the changes that were made to the map, but I think one of the ones especially was this the swap of this part of Western Edition into District Two. Um but we let's take a look at, at the numbers and again this is the sort of coupled change with that yeah, the with the Golden Gate um uh, Golden Gate, McAllister, Baker, Broderick, Block, moving into five, and then the um, that Octavia, Goff, Block, moving out of five. So, so say that again. Now. Oh, sorry. This is we're taking a look at number Castillon's change, which is the the bringing the the yeah the public housing building on um, right McAllister in. Um, to District 5 and taking a look at the numbers from that. So with that paired change, which moves the uh, housing authority into District 5 and the block um, that was just described into District 6, uh, this takes District 5 to 5.07%. So there's not enough currently. And can we, is there any like other place? Is the microphone on? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, Member Castilian first, and then Member Ho. I'll I'll defer to Member Ho. Member Ho. Oh, I guess my question: This is so we're so close to having it. Is there anywhere else that we you've can, thought about that we can make both of these items work? Right. I mean, we're talking about um, a hundred people somewhere. <laughs> yeah. So let's. I guess the first question would be. To the DCAs would be be able to explore other changes to make this one work. Uh, yes, you can suggest them. I'm okay. going to have to think about them for a while, maybe during public comment. But if okay. you have additional ones this time, please. Can we submit. turn on the mid market coy? Yes. <laughs> so I believe that there were two mid-market coys so um this is one of them yeah. so yeah it would be this one um if we could maybe go up to rose uh as in putting this block into six yes okay So this block is bounded uh, by Goff, Rose, Pate, and Octavia Street. And this has 62 people. And I think that would get us into population compliance. What is this? Uh, DCA Gibert, would that one be technical and acceptable? I'm gonna have to confer with my colleagues on that one. Okay. On any change you suggest, I will confer with our colleagues okay. and we'll get back to you. Um, that would be my suggestion in order to get the housing authority site in District Five. I would support that change. Uh, perhaps 
may I approve this change so that we can just take a look at what the deviation would be so that the DCA knows the deviation should we make both of these changes? Where would, where would yes, that please. put us numbers wise? Yeah, so let me approve this proposed block and then add the housing authority to District 5. And that takes us to 4.99% for district 5. Yeah, there you go. 4.99%. Perfect. <laughs> and do better now. It works. <laughs> uh, thank you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Mr. Castillo, do you have anything else? That is all. That's all. All right, Mr. Hernandez Gill. Yes. Um, well, I, I, I think since we still need to wait until we get uh, uh, further information from the city attorney around uh, this change or the office of the city attorney, um, then I, I think maybe what we can do is um, look at, explore the alternative going f beyond uh, rows so that we can uh, essentially have all the options, right? Mm -hmm. To look at the Chibi Chan, to look at the uh, Golden Gate Park and see if we can explore that entire area. Uh, I believe it's Lily. Uh, so south of Lily. Um, and um, that would make that, what is it at there? Yeah, so this is the three blocks um, from South of Lily, uh, so mm -hmm. that includes. Just move over here, Page Street, Rose Street, and then down to Haight Street, between mm -hmm. Goff and Octavia. That is 342 people uh, moved from District Five to District Six. That puts the deviation of District Six at minus 4.45 percent deviation, and District Five to 4.2 percent deviation. So I, I think that at that point, then we would be able to essentially add both the uh, Chibi Chan Preschool and the Golden Gate Park area. Um, and again, it's all contingent on what the city attorney, uh, that, that, deputy city attorney says. That into five? That's correct. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, j just one thing about, uh, you know, people may wonder why putting part of Golden Gate Park into Five is important when there's not dealing with population, but uh, for some of I know for some of our youth organizations, we've had events in the park, uh, three-legged races and you know those kinds of things for for especially for some of the youth that don't get to go to camp and other things like that. And what organizations frequently do when they want to use the park, they go to their supervisor, and it makes it much easier to get parts of the park and get your, your your elected official involved in supporting you on those kind of things. So having parts of parks and things like that are essential. And so I wouldn't necessarily necessarily be against uh, this move because it, it doesn't affect us greatly population-wise, and it just provides another resource to the community. Um, so uh, I don't know if, if there's opposition to this, if I see a hand, Mr. Cooper. Thank you. Just, um, yeah, I think, I think um, just one point on, on Golden Gate Park, the, pan, the panhandle is 
part of Golden Gate Park officially. Um, so it, even though it is a little, little bit separate, a little bit different, um, I live right off the Panhandle, so so I'm a fan. But um, so I think that that could cover some of that. I will also say I, I will also say though at this point, I think any of the District Five changes we should definitely wait until we until after public comment, um, so we can get the full clarification on things and then also take take votes if it comes to that. So thank you. Good, yeah, good point. Um, Jay Lee, Mr. Yeah. Jeremy Lee. Yeah, um, I just want to echo, echo the chair's comments around, um, you know, these uh, sites being community resources. Uh, for example, at the the height of the COVID of of sheltering in place and COVID, uh, Kieser Stadium was actually considered um, or was under consideration as a sanctioned encampment place for um, homeless in individuals. Uh, that site ended up going to uh, 730 Stanyon, uh, the former McDonald's, as a, a sanctioned encampment site for um, homeless individuals trying to shelter in place and, and, and be safe during COVID. So um, just wanted to add that it, it is very important to have these um, sites uh, as community resources. Thank you. Well said. Um, Member Lily Ho. Thank you, Chair. Um, I wanted to voice my concern, my support of including that part of Golden Gate Park into D5. Um, one of the other hats I wear is I'm on the board of Huckleberry Youth Programs and we serve homeless youth from the Haight-Ashbury District. And a lot of our youth do sleep in the parks that border Haight-Ashbury neighborhoods or are in Haight-Ashbury, including Golden Gate Park. So I am a strong supporter of that move. Um, if I were to rank any of these, which we may have to depending on how many hundreds of people we can squeeze into D5. Um, I would rank Golden Gate Park above the Chibichan um, preschool as that is not like a living population there. It is a cultural site and a community of interest site. However, they're not, we're not talking about people who actually live at the preschool, whereas people live in Golden Gate Park that are being served by the community and supervisors there. Thank you. And M member Pierce. Um, yeah, I I concur uh, with what member Ho just said. Um, I I did want to say that beyond the uh, cultural events that the chair brought up, I am thinking specifically of all of the teenagers who use Kizar as sports leagues, um, or as the chair suggested, midnight basketball. The consortium of, I know not everybody knows this, but rugby leagues and unions that are actually played throughout District 5, um, which ends up hosting every three to four years international rugby at Kizar Stadium. And that would be disconnecting the district and the supervisor from coordinating those events as well, um, as well as flag football throughout District 5 that culminates at Kizar. So it is where all of the in-community and violence diversion sporting events that go on throughout uh, the district end up having their, their association championships at Kizar, which is why it is a critical cultural um, venue for the district itself and has been for 60 years now. Thank you. Um, Member Casely. Um, thank, thank you, Mr. Chair. I think 
at, at least for the items uh, after um, Sarah Magnin and the Housing Authority, I think we're all on the same page. And uh, just to like tie tie up the conversation, uh, it's Kizar, Chibichan. I agree with all the comments that were made, um, and we we could we should just we could move forward by different or letting the Office of the City Attorney do their work and then come back to us and then we'll, we'll figure it out from there. And you're going to have to use your mic a little better next time. Yes, I will, Mr. Chair. Thank, Thank you. you. Um, members, I don't see any further names. Are you ready to go to public comment? Oh, Mr. Mr. Hernandez-Gill, you're too quick for me. Go ahead. Oh, it, 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 yeah, it, it, so uh, again, uh, th this... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. I actually, I did go through all of them, uh, but I did neglect to say that, again, I have been asked uh, multiple times, as I'm sure many of you have been asked in regards to Chase Center. I'm not going to bring it up again because we've voted on it, but um, it, it is, I, I, I would feel terrible if I didn't mention the fact that it has been brought up and will continue to be brought up in public comment. Uh, it is an important asset, and I think a lot of people feel uh, frustrated that the Amazon site has been moved out of D10. So I, I think it adds um, a little bit of a further salt to the wound, uh, the Chase Center. I have some of the same sympathies, especially with what happened with Chase Center and uh, that... that uh, Potential, and that doesn't mean it still can't be a resource to D10 where it is, being in the district it is, but it does make it more difficult for the people in D10, and now this as well. So I am sympathetic. I don't know if that's too much for us to do, but and it may be, uh, but I, I, I do want you to know that I have the same sympathies. So we'll come back, but I guess at this point we need to go to public comment. Are you looking looking at me anxiously? <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm just checking. I, you know, it's hard with only the eyes. Uh, I have trying to read just the eyes. Um, let's go to public comment. If I may, just real quick, please just ask for clarity. Were there any further technical changes that people had brought that they wanted to discuss that were outside of this district five discussion? No. Okay. No. Very good. I, I just want to make sure that we get that out there. We can proceed. Thank you members. All right. We will go to public comment now on agenda item number two. We're going to hear from folks who are here in the room with us first, and then we will be connected to the folks who are listening to our meeting remotely. Members of the public who wish to participate in the discussion remotely, you should do one of two things. You can call us and uh, or you can connect to our meeting through WebEx. If you call us, you should dial 415-655-0001. Enter the meeting ID for today's meeting, which is 2492 and then dial the pound symbol twice, followed by star three. Star three will raise your hand and add you to the queue of speakers. 
If you are connected from within WebEx and you want to speak in this item, then you should just raise your hand inside WebEx and that will add you to the queue of speakers from whom you will hear. I understand that right now we have 73 people listening to the meeting and of them there are four who have indicated that they want to provide public comment on this agenda item number two. Perhaps there will be more after we get started with public comment from those folks who are in the room. Uh, let's get our first speaker to come forward to the lectern and I have received a request from this speaker that we have displaying on the Crestrons in the room the entirety of uh, which map did you request? Mr. Uh, Kaplan was requesting that we display map seven while he come forward for his minute of public comment. So if we can call that up real quick, Jane, I'm sorry to. Yes, no problem. I'm calling it up. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, I'm not going to unfurl it and display it. Very good. It's displaying. Mr. Kaplan, please begin. Please begin. I think it's fair to say that by your actions, you've created one unhappy, dysfunctional family here in San Francisco. For the record, Chassel, Lily, Matthew, Ditka, Please make sure your chair your failed you. Full task force and not an individual members of the task force by everyone's request. The city attorney failed you and your consultants failed you. It's all here. And what I submitted today, we believe that the final map about to be approved by a five to four majority of the redistricting task force this week violates the city charter and the Voting Rights Act. It is our belief that if the city attorney's staff is attentive in their analyses after the map is approved by the task force, that they will declare the plan null and void. And if they fail in their due diligence, that the courts will do the same. And they will then look for a viable alternative. Speakers time is other maps, the task Thank force you, Mr. Consider. Kaplan, for sharing your comments, the task force. I should note we did not hear the klaxon here in the room that indicates that public comment is concluded. So people will have to uh, just listen for my indication when we've reached the end of that minute. Please, next speaker, come forward to the lectern. Here is working. Very good. Jess um, Wellborn D5. Oh, can you speak right in that microphone? Jess Wellborn D5. Uh, yes, the, of your priorities, the Golden Gate Park connection for D5 would be welcome. Uh, many arguments with the process that you've gone through. Your failure to explain the move of the Tenderloin into District 5 in the face of hundreds opposing it. Uh, no consistent, transparent, this decision-making process and clear reasons given for most moves. Compared to prior redistricting processes, you've moved 30 to 40,000 people at a whack. Uh, many times you have prioritized keeping institutions whole while moving people like pieces on a chessboard. It is really hard to understand how you have arrived at what you've arrived at other than a hidden agenda, because the public comments have not justified what you have done. And there will be consequences. Thank you. Thank you, Tess Wellborn, for sharing your comments with the task force. Could we have the next speaker, please, come forward to the microphone? 
Okay. Um, hello, my name is Leah McGeever. I literally walk over here from my home in the trans district. It's disappointing and demoralizing when I see people who should be in solidarity with the people of District, district 6 and not split up the Tenderloin and Soma to not dilute the vote and representation of Filipino, Black, Indigenous, trans, LGBTQ plus people, immigrants and working class people, homeless people who cannot afford to skip work or are not well enough to be here. I've heard here, actually a minute is really short. So I'm privileged to work from home as an SF State cell molecular bio student. And I've been neglecting my research to be here screaming and crying for those who are too oppressed to take the time off for themselves. White supremacy requires black, indigenous, Asian, Pacific Islander, and other racialized people of color to turn on each other and oppress each other in hopes of getting some more benefits of white power in a white supremacist society. You may think you're making gains for you or your people, but that's just in the short term. In the long term in this country, if you're not as white as a heterosexual, blue-eyed, blonde, Christian man, you're just hurting yourself and your people. When you're not in solidarity, Speaker's time is concluded. Thank you, Liam McGeever, for sharing your comments with the task force. Please come forward, next speaker, to the lectern for a minute. Hello. Hi. Um, my name is Selena. So um, I was sitting here. Sorry, let me speak louder. I was sitting here, and I just want to, I'm hearing many comments, and I just want to acknowledge how difficult your jobs are, and regardless uh, what you, what kind of move you or changes that you made, um, just base it on the, um, you know, base it on what your, um, uh, the process that you were given, and also base it on the census. But because at the end of the day, um, there will be people that will be unhappy either way. So I applaud your work, um, and I think um, actually for today, I felt like this is the most efficient meeting that I have attended so far. So thank you so much for your work. Thank you. Thank you, Selena, for sharing your comments with the task force. Do we have anyone else here in room? What room are we in? 416? Please come forward to the microphone for public comment on agenda two. Sorry, I was like in my phone for a second and I almost missed my chance. Um, thank you, task force members. Uh, I actually appreciate the changes that were made today. I think they look, they sound reasonable, they seem practical, and I actually appreciate those changes. Um, also wanted to offer a public apology to one of the members. I, I made an accusation a couple of weeks ago that someone had said something that I found personally insulting and, and abusive. I'm, I can't do that. Um, and uh, I've been quite upset with that person for a couple of weeks and made that very apparent. Um, but uh, I was discussing it with a friend of mine this weekend and they said that I thought I had heard it wrong. So I went back and reviewed the video and I realized that I in fact did hear it wrong. And the person did not say what I thought they said, which is good because what I thought they said was horrible. <laughs> um, but I do want to apologize. Since I made the accusation publicly that they owed me an apology for that their statement of Lily Ho, I want to apologize. You did not make that statement that I thought you made, and I apologize for making that accusation. Um, I was mistaken. It was my fault. My bad. I'm sorry. Thank you, Mr. Bradford, for sharing your comments the task force. Reaching out once again into room 406, 416, excuse me, to see if we have anyone who wants to give public comment on agenda item number two. And if we see none, we will turn our attention to those folks who have connected to our meeting remotely and are waiting for their opportunity to provide their comments. Just a, a note to the remote team that it appears that the bell that alerts people when their time is up is not ringing here in the room. So uh, expect to hear me jump on the line once we reach the end of the minute. Could we be connected to the first remote caller, please? 
There's someone on the line? I'm hearing my own voice through, I think, someone's television. I agree with them. I'm, I'm Can we, uh, this, this, this line is both unattended and also they need to turn down their television, their radio, their streaming device or whatever they may be using to access today's proceedings. Could we be connected to the next speaker, please? Is there a caller on the line? Another unattended line. Yes, we can. Please begin. I'm going to start your time. Curtis Wu calling from District 5 on this last episode or second last episode of How to Gerrymander a City. I want to say I actually did have some hope at the start of this process. I find myself watching these meetings late into night, even growing fond of some of you who I disagree with because your personalities came out. I thought this process was truly going to be transparent and fair. History will remember how you all tore apart the trans community and any queer member who supports this really needs to be ashamed. You all are shameless, pathetic, and I hope you all can sleep at night knowing you have screwed over working class people in this city. I really don't think you all, it's outside of the four members who walked out, should be able to go your day in the city without being shamed. You can be sure if I ever see any of those five members in public, I will make sure to let you know. Working class people need to know what you did. The good thing this has united us. There is, you know, Chinese word for crisis. There's also a word that means opportunity. So there is an opportunity here. So just want to say thank you to the task force members who did the right thing. The clerk's office, member Pierce, God bless you. Good to be engaging with you on the public bank working group. Um, take care. So and time is concluded. Thank you, Curtis Wu, for sharing your comments to the task force. Just a reminder that folks should direct their comments at the entire impaneled task force and not at individual members of the task force. Um, I have very little control to pause or or mute or unmute your mics, but please be cooperative with that uh, request. Can we hear from the next speaker, please? Hi, I'm William Walker, D11 resident. Really happy that the organizing that we did was able to keep uh, most of District 10 and 11 whole. Really upset about uh, the division of. Mr. Walker, are you still there? We missed you. We lost you after the words division of. Mr. Walker, are you still there? Uh, Joe Atkins, if you can keep track of where Mr. Walker was in the queue, maybe we can try muting and unmuting him a couple of times and see if we can get him back here in the room. Let's let's see if we can bring him back into the room after we've heard from the next speaker. Let's make sure that our system is still running by bringing the next person in. Hi, yes, my name is Rory Green. I'm not there in person. Um, but I just want to say that I really think you should still keep the TO with SOMA. And I haven't been able to see the map, so I don't even know if you made that change. And then I really want you to really think about the folks that are sleeping in Golden Gate Park. So you got to think about the people that are using these, um, these resources that are really helping to produce their lives even better and help better their lives. So I just really need you guys to really think about the moves that you're making and to look at trying to draw the lines, the critical lines, technical lines, I'm sorry. 
to where um, not everybody's going to be happy, but you got to look at keeping folks together who have built up these relationships because when you move them, the funding also moves and then they don't get the help that they need. Because if they were, then they would have been getting it from the other district in there. So I just want to say thank you. And um, oh my goodness. Speaker's time is concluded. Thank you, Zeri P. Screen, for sharing your comments to the task force. Could we have the next speaker, please? Hi, can you hear me? We can, please begin. Great, my name is Libby Benedict. I'm a San Francisco native and for the last 35 years has served as either president or treasurer secretary of the Francisco Heights Civic Association, representing over 500 homeowners and tenants in the shadow of Lone Mountain. Our organization, one of the oldest in San Francisco, established in 1937, wants to remain holy in District 1. You've split the associational in two along Anza Street, which is unnecessarily divisive, would not only split our civic association and neighborhood cohesion while failing to provide any significant change to District 2's demography. Our association identifies with the District 1 community and we continue to ally with District 1 as we have for the last four decades on issues ranging from park and civic improvement to overbuilding and height mitigation. We respectfully request that you keep our community whole by returning the District 1 northern border to Geary Boulevard. Thank you. Thank you, Libby Benedict, for sharing your comments with the task force. Could we have the next speaker, please? Hello, good afternoon. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Please begin. Oh, hi. This is, my name is Cheryl Thornton. I'm a resident of District 10. Um, I'm calling because about the Chase Stadium. Uh, currently, Chase is in six, but um, they also have the Oracle Stadium. District 10 needs um, socioeconomic justice. We need district. We need that Chase Center put back to District 10. Um, secondly, I'm very unhappy with what happened with the Tenderloin, and the, um, and then thirdly. Um, the, uh, again, the Chase Center, there's Oracle in District 6, so we need economic justice. We don't just need the train, the Caltrain going through District 10 to take people down to uh, District 6, to the Warrior Stadium, and to the, uh, to the uh, uh, Oracle. Um, all we ever get over there is pollution. We got all the pollution for seven years from for building Mission Bay. We need some economic uh we need, we need help over there economically in District 10. Thank you. Thank you, Cheryl Thornton, for sharing your comments with the task force. You got it in just at the one-minute mark. Could we hear from the next speaker, please? Good morning, redistricting task force. My name is Stephen Torres. I am one of the executive co-chairs of the Castro LGBTQ Cultural District. I'd like to just say thank you once again for listening from, <clears throat> to most of our concerns regarding District 8. I'd like to emphasize again that you listen to LGBTQ voices in the city as we are not represented in the federal census and listen to our sibling cultural districts. I also would like to ask that as you move the uh, District 5 boundaries, um, some of these affect the top of District 8 and just remember that the National LGBTQ Center for the Arts, the LGBT Center and Open House are all part of the cultural district footprint and we'd like to keep it whole. Thank you so much. Thank you, Stephen Torres, for sharing your comments. The task force, we have the next speaker, please. Good morning, Reverend Dr. Carolyn Scott. Thank you so much, um, task force, uh, Mr. Chair and members, 
I am calling out of my concern. I'm thankful for the Portrayal Hill being kept with District 10. Thank you so much. Disappointed with the split up with District 6, but I'm asking that you rise to the level of tradition and history. District 6 has two stadiums, Chase and Oracle. District 10 would need your help with our quality of growth and development and the historical diversity uh, that we have as an African-American cultural district with diversity. We need your help with community benefits, growth and development. Please rise to this level of tradition and history. We lost candlestick. We've had it for years. We thought we had change and it's gone. Help us with that. Help us to continue our growth. Thank you for sharing your comments, Reverend Dr. Carolyn Scott. Sorry to cut you off. We did reach the one minute mark for your comments. We have to move on to the next speaker. Could we hear from the next speaker, please? Um, hi, good afternoon. Um, I'm just calling again to thank the task force for their hard work and tireless public service during this process. I've talked with many people from all different districts and while lots and lots of people have not been able to show up or call, um, there are lots of people out there who support this commission and believe the task force have done what they were appointed to do and drawn a legal map. I really appreciate the thoughtful discussion today around some of the technical changes as well. I look forward to the final vote to approve this map on the 28th. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your comments. The task force, can we have the next speaker, please? Can you hear me now? Not yet. Let's begin. Okay, uh, it is David Pilpel. So besides the tweaks made earlier today, um, I want to reiterate quickly the six specific suggestions I made last Thursday. Um, I would put Anza Vista and North of the Panhandle, all of it, in D1 or D5, not D2. I think there are some changes in Cathedral Hill that would uh, balance and offset. Uh, I would move all of Lake Merced from D7 to D4. I would move the Tenderloin back from D5 to D6, period. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I would move the line between D7 and D8 to O'Shaughnessy and Bosworth. I think that helps with the D8 uh, population uh, numbers. I would move the general hospital area between Petrero and 101 from D10 to D9. And finally, I would review various lines between D2 and 5, 5 and 8, and 8 and 9. There's some weird cutouts there. If you clean that up and make some room in eight, then you can probably make some of the other changes you were talking about uh, in five. So I would strongly encourage you to, to walk through those lines uh, carefully and, and make a little more cleanup. Thank you, David, for sharing your comments. The task force, could we hear from the next speaker, please? Is there someone on the line ready to give their comments? Can you hear me? Now we can hear you. Please begin. Uh, good morning. I'm Virginia Marshall. I've spoken many times. I want to first thank the task force for your, your hard work. My request is, uh, like my other colleagues here, that you please put the Chase Center back in D10, that you keep all the African-American churches in D5, that you put the Tenderloin back uh, and Sama together. Listen to the people. The people have come out morning, noon, night, day, weekends, late into the early morning. Please listen to the people and do what the people request. Thank you. Thank you, Virginia Marshall, for sharing your comments. The task force, could we have the next speaker, please? Hi. <clears throat> Hi, task force. Can you hear me? 
Yes, we can. Please begin. Great. Uh, several people in and around Stonestown have written to you to plead the importance of making a technical correction to the border around the Stonestown property so as not to bisect the mall operations into two different districts, districts four and seven. The map previously sent by the commenters shows the site outline of Stonestown property. However, if the boundary line must align with the existing street, then there are alternative solutions that would ha wouldn't have significant impact on population. One of several could be moving the boundary line um, along Rolf Nickel Park and then up to Eucalyptus Street and then over to 19th Avenue. This would incorporate St. Stephen's School and Church and the Stonestown YMCA, each of which utilize existing and planned Stonestown infrastructure. This change would leave Lowell and Lakeside in District 4 as currently drawn and have a negligible impact on population distribution. We Thank you for sharing your comments. The task force, sorry to cut you off, we did reach a minute for your comments, so we need to move on to the next speaker, but thank you for your comments. Could we get the next speaker, please? I'm sorry, did my full comment go? Because I didn't hear it. We didn't and... get your full comment, Mr. Walker, so I'm happy to start your time over again. Please begin. I apologize. Um, hi, William Walker, D11. Again, thank you for the work of keeping D10 and D11 together. I'm sorry that D5 and D6, that situation I'm not very happy with. I, I hope you could consider the map I created that gives you a D5 that keeps all the black churches together, like St. Cyprian's that's now, I believe, in District 2 um, on Turk Street, um, Turk and uh, Lion. Um, but I would like you to consider putting the Chase Center and UCSF in District 10, these UCSF Mission Bay, these facilities were promised as community benefits for this district that suffers from high unemployment. I think that the change on Cyril Magnin, please put those with the communities with which they organize, and that sounds like the new District 5. Chief Kezar also. Um, with District 5, there's a long connection between the Black community and being able to have events there. So I do thank you all for your work. Um, but thank I really you, wish William that Walker, for sharing your comments with the task force. This time we got you all the way through. Sorry to cut you off, but thank you for sticking with us so that we were able to bring you into the meeting and hear your full comments. Could we get the next speaker, please? Can you hear me? Yes, please begin. Uh, Jason Henderson, Hayes Valley Neighborhood Association Board and also Chair of the Transportation and Planning Committee. This current map is very suspicious with regards to the community of interest of Hayes Valley. You've now split us up into three districts. We've had hard enough time uh, dealing with um, the lower part of Hayes Valley <clears throat> being in D8 and getting attention paid for the uh, very uh, uh, chronic congestion uh, and land use issues down here. Uh, so, uh, you know, I urge you to put the Tenderloin back into D6 and balance D5 with a border that uh, has Market Street on the southeast and or maybe even a little bit of the hub uh, to balance that population. But when you look at those numbers, um, you know, you can take the TL, put it back into D6 and make Hayes Valley right and add uh, back to D5 and uh, stay within the uh, significant numbers that you need to be in. Uh, regarding your range. So um, again, this map looks very, very fishy. It doesn't look like it was drawn. Thank with, you, Jason um, Anderson, for sharing your comments to the task force. Could we hear from the next speaker, please?
Hi, this is Mina Young. Um, I just want to applaud the task force for their hard work. And um, the, it's not easy to make everyone happy, understand? But being a uh, over 40-year San Francisco resident, I think um, the map relatively uh, reflects the voices of the people. Um, so thank you. Thank you for sharing your comments with the task force. Could we have the next speaker, please? Yes, hi, this is Kristen Evans. I wear a couple different hats, but I'm a resident of a merchant, a small business owner in D5. Um, I wanted to just reserve my comments uh, at the end of this process for uh, what I feel is um, really a questionable process um, to pretend that there was not uh, interference is laughable. And in particular, I wanted to call out the uh, zigzag that was created for Supervisor Mandelman's condo on Valencia. That I think says it all uh, that this map uh, clearly had a strong hand of influence uh, from politicians uh, in order to accommodate their political interests. Um, so I'm extremely disappointed that this was not a nonpartisan process as it was intended. Thank you. Thank you, Kristen Evans, for sharing your comments with the task force. Could we have the next speaker, please? Oh, hello. Thank you for all the work you've done to date. Um, I know it's been harrowing, and um, I congratulate you for every step you've been able to take. Um, my name is Maggie Weiss. I'm calling from the Portland Neighborhood Association. I delivered a poem in an original um, request of you. And just in uh, coming back, I couldn't attend the meeting this morning to see if by chance <clears throat> the portal could be made one again with the blocks from Cambridge to Peru, we're just looking for those east-west streets to still be included in D9. So thank you very much and um, hope you have a great day. Thank you, Maggie Weiss, for sharing your comments with the task force. Could we hear from the next speaker, please? Hi. Task force. This is uh, Joe. I'm looking at your final map between uh, District, uh, I think it's five, and District two, uh, and I have to say, once again, you have drawn a map that is just horrendous. You've cut up Japantown. You've cut up Cathedral Hill. You've cut up Pacific Heights. You've cut up Lower Pacific Heights. I mean, one block you get Supervisor Catherine Stephanie. Another block you get Supervisor Shamwell Walton. Give me a break. This map it belongs in front of a judge or, or better still recycle and start again. And cutting Supervisor Stephanie out of 3,241 fans? Give me a break. This is a bad, bad map. And I realize your community volunteers try to do a hard job. But this map makes absolutely no sense to me unless you want to gerrymander. And I, I hope you, you aren't doing that. So please do better and have straighter lines so people have faith in the integrity of this process. Thank you for my, taking my comments. I hope you have a nice day. Thank you, Joe, for sharing your comments with the task force. Could we get the next speaker, please? Okay, this is coming from the west side, but it's for the whole city. I think you were very transparent, um, did a good job at that. You had one pathological liar, one un incredible hypocrite, you had a bunch of self-serving real estate shills, and you can tell about the gerrymandering. 
wealthy are extremely happy. The real estate industry is very happy about your map. And uh, the working class, the marginalized communities, the tenderloin, the people that came out and um, with hope originally, um, they're not happy. So to me, it's just so clear. I hope you don't sleep well for the rest of your life, except for the three that um, were real good human beings on the task force, the rest of you, this was a mess. Thank you, Speaker, for sharing your comments. The task force, can we get the next speaker, please? I understand that there's only a few folks still on the line. Yes, hello, my name is Russell Maureen from Visitation Valley, uh, D10. Um, no real issues. I just want to point your attention to the corner of um, D9 and D10 around Paul Avenue, Manzel. There's a little funny looking jog. Um, I'm not asking to change that. I just want you guys to acknowledge that there is a tiny, tiny bit of the portola that is moving into D10. Um, and that one particular block, it's like the only block of San Bruno Avenue that has a cannabis location. So it's kind of funny that, okay, one part of San Bruno Avenue is going to go in D10 and has a cannabis store in that um, one block. Other than that, you guys did a great job getting to this point. Uh, in hindsight, maybe you spent a little bit too much time in the beginning of the whole process of, of listening and not actually mapping. So in the future, when you write your report, don't wait so long to start the mapping process. And really consider the Chase Center moving into D10. Have a good discussion on that. Thank you, and hopefully this will be done soon. Thank you very much for your hard work. Thank you, Russell Marine, for sharing your comments to the task force. Could we get the next speaker, please? Um, good afternoon, members of the task force. You are to be commended for all your hard work and diligence during this very difficult process. Betty Louie, native San Franciscan, member of the um, San Francisco Chamber of Commerce and an advisor to the uh, Chinatown Merchants Association. I am in support of this final map and hope we can move forward from here. I know it's not what everyone wanted, but we knew from the very beginning people would not be happy. Not everyone would be happy. And I thought I'd end on um, a high note here. Um, Connie Chan and I are now best friends. Thank you, Betty Lou, for sharing your comments. The task force, could we get the next speaker, please? Sir, caller on the line. Just uh, reaching out to let folks who are waiting for their opportunity to speak to the task force know. You'll know it is your time to speak because you will hear one of two things. You'll hear either you have been unmuted or you will hear beep beep. There's only a few folks still waiting in the line, so they should be listening very closely for those indications. Someone has been unmuted. Hello? Yes, please begin. Yes, um, I, I'm calling to ask that you um, Put the Chase Center back into D10. Uh, as I look at this map, there are a lot of things of value that have been removed from D10, and I'm not sure why that is, but uh, for economic reasons, the Chase Center definitely needs to stay in, in D10. And also, if if you can, uh, it's not likely, but you know, the, it's terrible what happened in the Tenderloin. It, it should go back. I don't know why that was done. So I don't know. There's, there's some sort of political thing game going on, but uh, 
Chase Center definitely needs to go back into D10. If we are to be fair in San Francisco, and if you want every district to have resources available to it, there's no way that Chase should not be in D10. Thank you for sharing your comments to the task force. Could we get the next speaker, please? Hello, my name is Kel Tatum, and I am a longtime resident in San Francisco. I'm a longtime resident in D10. I have a love for this city, and I have a love for sunny D10. I'm happy that Patrol Hill was put back into D10, but I'm saddened that the Chase Center has been taken out. D10 has all been has always been um, unfairly and disproportionately provided resources, and the Chase Center is an economic anchor that D10 desperately needs, and that you need to put back in D10. Put the Chase Center back in D10. Thank you. Thank you, Carol Tatum, for sharing your comments. Could we have the next speaker, please? Hi, Task Force members. This is Chris Chang from D6. I just want to thank you for hearing the needs of the D6 community and not splitting up the emerging communities in the eastern neighborhoods of the district. I heard a comment from a task force member earlier about moving the Chase Center out of D6, and I want to respectfully advocate against it. The Chase Center is an integral part of the plan to revitalize D6 and Mission Bay. The Warriors, as primary owner of Chase Center, pay into the Community Facilities District, which assesses a special tax lien to fund projects and ongoing operations and maintenance costs in Mission Bay. They also make significant contributions to the Mission Bay Transportation Improvement Fund, which supports transportation, security, and cleanliness resources to minimize the environmental impacts of events at the Chase Center and Mission Bay and surrounding communities of D6. The Mission Bay neighborhood relies heavily on the resources of the Chase Center. Please don't take that away from D6. Thank you again for your hard work over the last several months. I look forward to the maps getting fully finalized soon. Thank you for your time. Thank you, Chris Chang, for sharing your comments to the task force. Could we have the next speaker, please? Um, hello, Mr. Clerk and members of uh, this task force. I'm just really sad that you didn't do your job. You didn't come up with criteria. You didn't follow advice from Q2 or the League of Women Voters. You arrogantly shouted down seasoned outreach professionals so that they wouldn't get community members to come to your meetings. You didn't even train yourselves on how to conduct meetings. You avoided mapping because you knew that you had the votes already to do what was needed. And many of you didn't learn basic geography of the city that you carved up. Saying the hairball was at 280 and 101. Your racist lines pit communities against each other and you avoided consequences for your actions by letting the one innocent task force member answer questions for you at the elections commission. You put this poor staff through hours of nonsense. This is ridiculous, lazy, lack of leadership, racist gerrymandering for rich real estate interests, and this is an illegitimate process. Have a nice day. Thank you, speaker, for sharing your comments. The task force, could we have the next speaker, please? Hello, Task Force. I have a short poem for you to memorialize your work. There once was a task force from Frisco that screwed over workers and minorities via Cisco. You drew up a map. What a piece of crap. But you didn't provide any Crisco. Thank you. Thank you for providing your comments to the Task Force in verse. Could we have the next speaker, please? 
Hi, um, Mr. Clark, I just emailed a couple of images to the um, task force um, email. Can you pull those up? I don't know that I can pull those up on the fly like this. I'm sorry to say something I may have just received from you right now uh, because I'm not the person that is sharing the slides during the meeting. Um, However, okay, that's okay. I can describe let's them. Just get, just, let's get, just, I, I can make sure that the slides get sent to all the members of the task force and retained in our official records, but I'm going to start your okay. time now. Okay, please. Thanks. So I just forwarded two images. They're um, clipped from a 2017 report published by the mayor's office of housing and community development on rent controlled housing stock in the city. Um, I'm a rent controlled tenant in the inner sunset, and I never heard my community of interest discussed by your task force. And I'm feeling very terrified that you moved us into District 7, combining us with Forest Hills and St. Francis Wood. You claim that you did this at the request of community organizations, but they never reached out to me or my neighbors. They only care about businesses along 9th Ave, and the improvements they have in mind for the neighborhood will only serve to raise neighborhood rents and property values and could very likely result in the eviction of my entire building as my landlord is 96 years old and is in and out of the hospital. I'm really disappointed in this process as I feel you've abandoned not just us in the inner sunset, but renters across the west side of the city. I urge you to look at these maps and consider my community of interest. Thank you. Thank you, Speaker, for sharing your comments with the task force. And once again, I will send that set of images to all the members of the task force as soon as I've pulled them out of my email. Could we get the next speaker, please? This is Tab Buckner, and I do concur about the comments made about Golden Gate Park and District 5. Um, there's a very close relationship uh, between the eastern part of Golden Gate Park and the hate. Um, it, it, it's very much a, continu uh, a, con a continuum of one community to the other. Um, and while I know you voted on it last week, um, I hope that after a few days of thinking about it, the um, consequences of dividing um, SOMA and Tenderloin are extremely harsh, and I really think that being that you extended the process already, you should give it more time so you can unite those two communities which have so many common needs. Thank you. Thank you, Tab Buckner, for sharing your comments the task force. Could we get the next speaker, please? Good morning. Speaker, are you, are you there? Calling to say that I um, I just wanted on record that we had um, hoped that the agendized um, um, uh, uh, neighborhood preference report from Mayor's Office on Housing um, that that we've never gotten that report and that is really important in terms so of this. Pause the time for just a moment, just to let you know that. We did receive the presentation documents, and I have posted the presentation documents on the task force's website, and I want to direct your comments for the remainder of your 40 seconds to agenda item number two, starting now. Are you still there? Is the caller still? Yes. Are you still there? Hello, can you hear me now? Yes, we can now. Here you go. And now we can't hear you. Um, Mr. Atkins, are we able to bring that caller into the meeting? Uh, maybe can you muting? hear me now? 
Yes, we've got you. Please begin. Yeah, it, it keeps going in and out of muting and unmuting. Um, yeah, so um, so the report is then on the um, on your website. Is that correct? And that would be good. And I That's appreciate correct. that. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yes, and just to reiterate, that was a discussion item that was on agenda, I believe, on the twenty fifth of March, and we received the report documentation from Mayor's Office of Housing and Community Development on April 2nd, and it should be posted with the communications on our website. Could we get the next speaker, please? Hi, good morning. Um, thank you again to the task force for all of these meetings that you keep having to be subjected to. Um, my name is Selma. I'm an Eastern Soma resident and worker for the past 15 years and a woman of color. I'd like to just um, share that I'd like to ensure that the current map that keeps Chase Center and District 6 stays as is. Uh, not only is all of Mission Bay a part of emerging communities with the East Cut and South Beach, but the Chase Center is a part of the Mission Bay Redevelopment Plan and funding from the CSD Communities Facilities District was all a part of that planning. So it would make no sense to uh, to move Chase Center outside of D6 and keeping total Mission Bay together with the rest of Eastern Soma. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you, Selma, for sharing your comments the task force. I realized that I just misspoke a moment ago when I was saying the dates that that MoCD item was agendized in the task force. It was agendized on April 2nd to be received the report on the 6th. Could we hear from the next speaker, please? Mr. Clerk, there are no further callers in the queue. Thank you very much. Mr. Thank Chair, we've reached the end of public comment. I, I apologize, Mr. Oh. Clerk. We have one additional uh, member that just jumped in. Thank you for bringing them in. I sorry about the lateness. I just hopped on. Um, it's Adam from D6 again, calling in to reaffirm that the Chase Center must stay in D6 and Mission Bay. I know a previous caller just talked about that, um, but there's the Chase Center has had on a number of impacts on Mission Bay. It's been an integral part of the plans, the the low income residents and the middle class residents who live there have been impacted by it. And they were also all very active in establishing their and negotiating the community benefits. I understand that D10 would like to have it, but D10 wasn't a part of that. D10 hasn't been showing up for Mission Bay and the issues. It needs to stay in D6. Let the people who fought for it gain the benefits of it. Thank you. Thank you, Adam. Thank you, Adam, for sharing your comments. Task Force, could we get the next speaker, please? Yes, my name is Yolanda Williams. I'm a property owner in D10 and a former longtime resident. We have been impacted in a major way by the um, creation of the Chase Center, and I strongly urge and believe that the Chase Center should be a part of D10. As you have taken Candlestick Park away from our community, that was some a place for us and a way for us to have some type of resources, now we are left with nothing. With a promise to rebuild Candlestick Park and develop it has failed. Everything in D10 has failed except for you to bring more homeless people into our community. We're a community that's struggling to survive, and the city owes us back something since we no longer have Candlestick Park, and that's the Chase Center. Thank you. 
Thank you, Yolanda Williams, for sharing your comments to the task force. I understand that there's another caller. Could we be connected, please? Yes, hi, my name is Shelly Leonard. And um, from my understanding, um, Chase Center area has been part of District 10 for over 55 years, as I know of. I never knew that it was in District 6, so I would like for the Chase Center to be in District 10. Thank you, Shelly Leonard. Are you still there? Yes, I'm here. Do you have any further comments? No, I don't. Thank you for sharing your comments with the task force. Mr. Atkins, do we have any further callers in the queue? Mr. Clerk, there are, no, there are no further callers in the queue. Thank you. Thank you, um, Mr. Clerk, Mr. Atkins. Uh, public comment then on uh, item number two is closed. Uh, members, I see Mr. Hernandez-Gill. Thank you. I, I did want to... Um, Bring up something that I did mention before, and and you know I I, I think given all the public comment, uh, the contradictory and passionate public comment that we have received around Chase Center, and uh, of course the fact that it does pay into some very important um, districts and, and um, assessment districts, and and of course has uh, strong community benefit agreements with Mission Bay and other parts of D six. That's clear, but I also would like to highlight. Uh, that there has been a, a strong coalition, the San Francisco Southeast Alliance, that for at least a year, if not longer, has been working around advocating for uh, a robust set of community benefits agreements from the Amazon site over on in what is what was uh, previously District 10. That area has now been shifted over to District 6, right? Uh, so, so we find ourselves in a situation where... Uh, Agreements have been signed. There's obviously we have no power to change set agreements that exist between Chase and uh, Mission Bay and the neighborhoods there. But District 10 will still have to pay a lot of the consequences of the increased traffic. They will be overburdened by a lot of the, uh, what's happening in Chase. And now at this point, they have lost um, any access to whatever community benefits agreements might come in the future from the Amazon side. Again, this is something that many groups throughout the Southeast have been working on for a long time. So I, I think it's important to keep in mind that whenever we say, oh, people in District 10 need to organize, people in District 10 need to be going out and speaking with development, be for development, be trying to make sure that they're getting something. When they do do that, then they get those sites pulled away from them, right? And that's unfortunate. Um, that's unfortunate. Um, I think this question of Chase ultimately perhaps is a little bit symbolic, right? Um, but still, it's it's something worthwhile. Uh, but the consequences of pulling away the uh, 907th Street site um, uh, um, it, it is meaningful, is important, and I, I think uh, throws a wrench into a uh, community process that has been ongoing that brings together people all the way out from Visitation Valley uh, into a process. Um, so I, I think it is worthwhile that, you know, we're seeing here a, a double standard <laughs> around uh, working for organizing and mobilizing for those community benefit agreements. And those agreements then are pulled away from District 10, impacting everybody from the Bayview down to Viz Valley. Um, so that's it. Pierce. 
I just want to concur. Um, I, I want to make it clear that in the last meeting, I mentioned that a lot of old timers in District 10 consider all the way up to Lefty Duel, which is the bridge right on the other side of Oracle um, that brings you to Oracle's gate is considered part of our district. Mission Bay was developed with a whole bunch of community benefits, and when the population stopped looking like us, it became something else and moved into another district. Uh, and again, my organization itself was one of the organizations that worked on the agreement for the Amazon building, which is why I've been agnostic and or petitioning against that in particular to not show bias, but it is again us working on bringing investment into the neighborhood. And as soon as that investment is made, it is removed from us and we don't get to benefit it. So this, this is one of those things where we can clearly demonstrate that it's not called redevelopment anymore, but the redevelopment process literally is designed to remove us and remove benefit and promote divestment from our communities. Thank you, Member Pearson. Since I don't uh, see another name, let me just, Chair's uh, privilege, agree with both of you. Um, uh, I hear a lot of talk when it comes to the African-American community. Uh, in fact, I hear a lot of uh, people of color in BIPOC, and the problem with that for me if you're not careful for black people, that becomes like all lives matter, where you say it. But throughout this process, there has been so little talk coming at us about the dwindling population, the dilution of the African-American vote in their communities, how to strengthen it. And when I talked about it, the result of it was I was told I'm going to get the task force sued because I'm talking about black people and the black vote. And y'all were here, those of you who were here, heard it. And the reality is, and I'm going to say it again because I'm not saying people don't hear me. It just doesn't seem to matter much. So I'm going to bother you again and say we are the only population in this city that is losing people, the only one. And how everything else can take priority over that. I understand people are concerned about themselves, and well, they should be. But you know, I, I had a friend of mine who had a massive stroke, and it challenged his right side. Been several years, it's still challenged. When he goes to therapy, they don't work on the left side. That's fine. They work on the right side. Here we spend as much time on the good side as we do on the sides that are hurting. And we pull out the terms racism. I've only been called making racist decisions since I've been sitting up here by white people. Black people may think it, but they haven't told me that yet. And I'm just saying that we're the African-American community is in bad shape and that people who advocate for the black community turned around and pursued Chase Center and Amazon 
for their own communities through all the allyship, you know, through all that conversation. And, and understand, I think it's important for people to learn how to work together across whatever the district lines may be. You know, we ain't moved the actual geography so people can still work together. And I hope that will happen. But the reality is there are needs in District 10 that are only going to be exacerbated whenever Candlestick is built up, their population, uh, when they finish the shipyards. <laughs> What's going to happen to the African-American population is just really sad. And unless folk are willing to work together and see what the needs are in D10, and let me say, I know we haven't talked about it. Well, I have, but nobody else has. The problem with black folk in D5. Oh, we'll be gone. I, I, like I said, I don't know if I'll be here to see it, but I don't know if there'll be more than 15, 20,000 black people left in here. When you do this 10 years from now, unless something really drastic that I can't imagine what it would be happens. We're probably down to 30 or 40 now, a uh, thousand. And in the next, we're leaving every day. Leaving, the only, think about that. Out of all the people you look in this room, out of all the diversities you see in San Francisco, only one population is getting smaller. And how that is not a priority for folk who claim to care, and I don't care what color you are, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. And it's not going to change by itself. So I am extremely disappointed in what happened with Amazon and Chase Center. Six already has Oracle Park. It had Mission Bay. There are resources there that do not exist in D10. Thank you. And excuse me for indulging myself for a minute. Uh, thank you. Uh, members, I think we're getting to the point where we need to do something. I'll listen to anybody who wants to talk. Thank you. Yeah, since I don't see DCAs here, maybe it makes sense for us to take a, a recess to get lunch and let the DCAs do their thing and then come back and finish this item. That would be what would make the most sense to me. Because we can't move on, we don't. We can't move on from the item until we hear from them, and if they're not prepared, then, yeah. Thank you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, so I, I was just saying that we should consider taking a recess. Yeah. Oh, I, I missed that. While yeah, waiting need, for the, I need one badly. While waiting for the DCAs to because yeah. we to finish this item, we need their assistance. Let's take, let's take a recess, members. What do you want? Fifteen. 15, not before uh, it's 12, 1240. It's 12.30 right now. So if you want to, it's 12.30 right now. So if you want it to convene, well, no, then not no before 12.45. Sorry, Kurt, Carol, do, we, do you know, have you heard from, do I you know what their, their timeline they're, is? They're discussing the various different proposals that were brought forward. And I certainly am not myself prepared to triage any of their questions that they may be trying to resolve. So it is. Well, let me say, do you idea. know if they're ready? Do you know if they're going to be ready in 15 I don't minutes? Know. Okay. Okay. So, so, 30. so then 30 minutes. Why don't we just do okay. one, uh, one o'clock, folks? So the, the task force will stand in recess until no Thank earlier than so one o'clock.
Thank you very much. Mr. Clerk and Mr. Atkins, the redistricting San Francisco redistricting task force meeting of April 25th is called back to order. Uh, Mr. Clerk, do you want to make any announcements at this point? Uh, Mr. Chair, I will just bring everyone up to speed with where we were at to the time Please. that we uh, recessed the meeting. The task force has not completed any of its agenda today, but we are done with public comment on agenda item number two. There were a few technical adjustments to the map that have been proposed and have been examined by the Office of the City Attorney, and that's where we're at. Thank you. So... We have, you're pointing at, thank you, Mr. Casoli. Thank you, uh, Mr. Chair. Uh, I would like to know uh, what the Office of the City Attorney thinks about the proposed changes. Speak up, speak up. Speak up. I would like to know uh, what the Office of the City Attorney uh, thinks about the proposed changes from before the break. Thank you. All right. Uh, so there were two additional changes proposed. One would be uh, south of Rose Street between Octavia and Goff being added to D6. That's a population change 133, and that does qualify as technical change. Additionally, uh, a further change was proposed, which would be Lily and South, a change of 413, and that also qualifies as technical change. So bigger being 413 is how much room you have to maneuver with. Thank you. Uh, so do I have any suggestions or proposals? Mr. Castilian, no, Mr. Hernandez-Gill is first. So uh, the Cyril change, the Cyril Magnum change, the Kizar change, and the Chibichan change are together 311 uh, people. So it sounds like... Uh, Going to uh, it, was it Lily that was okay? Uh, going to Lily, I think so. Yeah, Lily yeah. is all right. Yeah, so it, it sounds like we could just go up to Lily and have everything. You may have everything. Yeah. Well, that's you. You need to hang out with me more often. Uh, if I can have everything, um, so. What's your pleasure, folks? Okay, now I've got Mr. Castilian. Yeah, will we be able to bring up the map so that we can see these changes? SFGovTV, if you could display the map as being shared by Jane Hood. Can everybody speak into their mics, please? Should be displaying now. So here's the proposed change um, up to Lily Street, which as was mentioned is 413 people. This takes district six to minus 4.45% deviation and district five to 4.2% deviation, which gives you the room to do any of the other technical changes you wish. Shall we make the changes for Kizar and Shibichan? Should be what? Shall we make the changes now? Uh, commit these changes and add the Kizar and Chibichan 
uh, preschool changes? Yes, please. Yeah, can we can we see all of the changes yep. before we we say finally commit? Mm -hmm. That yeah. Yep. You said can we what? See all the changes made so yep. that we know the final numbers and then you. we'll go from there. Mm -hmm. So the first change uh, I just approved, which was adding up to Lily Street into District 6, we're now at 4.2% deviation. Um, I believe the next change is uh, the Golden Gate, McAllister, uh, Baker Street change, which is the Housing Authority discussed mm -hmm. here in District 2 going into District 5. That's 354 people, and that takes District 5 to 4.64% deviation. Mm -hmm. I believe the next change, um, and correct me if I'm going in the wrong order, uh, is to add the Kizar Stadium to District 5. That's 70 people. That takes us to 4.73% deviation in District 5. The last um, proposed change is to add the Chibichan Preschool in the District 5, two blocks here, which is 198 people going into District 5, and that brings District 5 to 4.98% deviation. I will zoom out so you can see the entire District 5 with all of these changes. Consensus? Very good. Uh, Mr. Casely. Oh, yeah, that was just asking for consensus. Seems like we have it. Please commit those changes. Thank you. All right. So these are all the proposed changes. Do Does anyone have a problem with the proposed changes? Can we accept consensus? On Mr. Chair, I would like to... Oh, wait, 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 wait. Mr. City Attorney, or Mr. Clerk, whoever. If we could have a motion to make all the changes and take a roll call vote on that before we move on to the next item. I will go with your wisdom on that. Somebody. I will make a motion to, um, do, do you need the exact language for all of the changes that we let's have? Get one, let's get one last rundown of all the changes okay. that are being made as a part of your motion. Thank you. Okay, so I will make a motion that we add, was it the Maria Manor uh, complex, was it called? Yeah, so the Maria Manor complex, uh, moving that from District 3 to District 5, um, adding the Housing Authority site um, uh, in the Western Edition uh, to District 5, uh, adding uh, the Keysar Stadium uh, census box of, the Gold, of Golden Gate Park into District 5, and adding the Chibi Chan Preschool uh, from District 2 to uh, District 5, um, and to accommodate those changes, uh, we are adding this part of mid market that extends along Octavia up to Lily um, between uh, so bounded by Octavia, L Lily, Goff, and uh, Market into District Six. And I should also note that there were two other consensus adjustments oh, yeah. that were and made the, before this yeah. entire yeah. discussion. Yes. And so those... those the consensus adjustments were the railroad uh, being added from uh, District Six into District Three. And these uh, curvy census block of McLaren Park added from District 9 into District 11. That's right. Railway Museum. The Railway Museum, not the railroad, yes. Member Pierce, I second. Wonderful. Uh, it's been m m 
moved and probably properly seconded. Uh, Mr. Clerk. On the motion offered by Member Castilian and seconded by Member Pierce to make the adjustments that have been read into the record, Member Casely. Aye. Casely, aye. Member Jeremy Lee. Aye. Jeremy Lee, aye. Member Pierce. Aye. Pierce, aye. Vice Chair Reiner. Aye. Reiner, aye. Member Castilian. Aye. Castilian, aye. Member Cooper. Aye. Cooper, aye. Member Hernandez Gill. Aye. Hernandez Gill, aye. Member Ho. Aye. Member Ho, aye. Chair Townsend. Aye. Townsend, aye. Mr. Chair, there are nine ayes. Thank you. The motion is adopted. Uh, what? So now, um, I believe we're prepared to move. Uh, if there are no more, no more uh, recommended changes, we're ready for item three, unless I'm mistaken. I will call agenda item number. Th it, yeah, number three. I don't know why I wrote number four on my script. Agenda item number three is the task force final report. Members of the task force shall discuss the 2020 census redistricting task force final report. It's a discussion and possible action item. Uh, Member Pierce, uh, why so, don't you go and then I'll go. Go ahead. We all agree to the changes. We don't have to take a final vote on approval of the map itself. Just on the changes. Oh, okay, we'll that's that Zach. Thursday. Okay, Thursday. Perfect. Thank you. That was it. Because that's where they gives the time to be published and noticed, etc. Um, I, I just want to say, final report. Uh, it, but other than what you have, uh, we we have to come up with one. Uh, to my knowledge, there's not a time limit on when we have to do it, but I think probably most of you would rather do it quickly. <laughs> Then later, while we're still in this same uh, task force mindset, um, I, I, I would solicit any recommendations, statements uh, that you have for the final report. If you could get them to me through the clerk, and we can start putting that together. I, you know, I we can you know, decide if there's anything we don't want in there. But I am a, I am of a mind that what the members want in there is what should go in with n none, no censorship as possible, whatever is on your minds and hearts about the process. And then it's just a matter of how do we put it all together? We can have different sheets of paper. We can, uh, those of you who are creative writers can blend it into all into one document. It does not matter to me. I've got some things that I want to say about, a lot to say about the process, hopefully making it easier 10 years from now when most of you may still be around. Um, and and but that that some of the things we've learned, I hope, that we can use that to make it easier for the next group of people who will have to sit in these chairs. Um, and so uh, that that's that's what I wanted to say on it. I think maybe we ought to, amongst ourselves, decide how soon we want to get that stuff in. Want to give it about a week from today, or is that too soon? week from today, we will all try to get it in by then. And then uh, on next Thursday, well, no, I mean on this Thursday when we meet 
let's be thinking about, well, I don't know that we could come together again formally, but we could just to discuss the final report, but we don't have to. Go, go somebody help me. Um, can I? Yeah, please. Oh, I'm sorry. I should have been looking. Please. Vice Chair. So I think that um, we had talked about this quite a while ago, and I think that member Kesa Lee had agreed to take the lead on gra drafting it and has been keeping track of some of the issues that we've been talking about. So um, I think that he's probably the logical person to gather some of this together and lead us through this process. Um, I just wanted to remind us where we were on that. Um, and maybe we can talk about some more specifics on Thursday on that, or you want, if you have anything to add to that, Member Lee, now we would love to hear your perspective. Okay, well, um, Member Pierce yeah. is in first. Uh, Member Pierce. Thank you, Vice Chair. Um, I do want to stress that I think there are certain extremely controversial aspects to this map, and on those, on those particular lines, I do think that it would be very important um, both for anybody questioning the work that we have done in general and also in the legal case that each member make a determination to give a brief one or two sentence for why they went the way they went. Um, I, th I know you don't agree, but I really think that there are lots of questions in the air right now that should be um, addressed in order to put to bed a lot of the crazy conspiracy theories that have been floating around how we got to where we are. So we will have argument and counter argument, but I think on certain of our decisions, it's really important to see why people came down where they did. I, I, I would suggest that people uh, respond to this request for the final report the way they think they need to respond to it. And because uh, there's going to still be some back and forth and we can decide more about that on next uh, on, on Thursday. But on this coming Thursday, I keep saying next. But uh, yeah, I because there, 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 there are a lot of things I, I want to say. I'm going to think and pray because <laughs> there are probably a lot of things I want to say that I shouldn't say. So I'm, 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 I'm going to pray for some divine guidance on just what am I going to say that's going to help the process uh, uh, rather than just getting things off my chest. That's not my aim. Uh, I, may, I may do that with some of the public in person, but I don't know that I'll do it in writing. Uh, Mr. Casey Lee. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Um, uh, I, I will, of course, accept, you know, or, or take in any um, statements that members want to make. I, the final report of, will will be written with the guidance of the city attorney's office. Uh, and so they, they will help guide the process uh, on how to comp compile it in such a way that uh, it's workable for the public. Um, I don't know if... Uh, say Gibert has any any comments with that regard as of as of right now but um sure there is no exact format you need 
format that is required for the final report, you could base it on the, I'm sorry, I'm cutting in and out, on the 2010 task force report if you wanted to. You could establish a framework or outline of sections you wish to follow here or later on. Really, you have a lot of um, a lot of discretion to what you want to put in there. Right now, I'm using the 2012 uh, task force report as as a starting point uh, and you know as a skeleton because we only got the we only got this final version of the map five minutes ago. <laughs> um, uh, that that's when we start filling in, and then like maybe this Thursday we could start pulling out a lot a lot a lot of the we could put put meat meat onto the bones. Um, and as, as for statements, um, of course, members are free to make their own statements, though, of course, you know, joint statements do lend a certain power, makes it easier for everyone involved too. So um, some idea you. to think, some think something you, to think Cooper. about. Thank you. Um, yeah, I, uh, I think there are definitely a lot of things that about this process that I hopefully that we can all, all agree on and I, I hope that we could come into the meeting on Thursday and have that discussion. I think one of the things we'll, we'll be talking about kind of when we started relative to when our deadline was. And I think a lot of that, some of that is was sort of the way the charter is with regards to, you know, we can't be impaneled until the census releases their data and then the mayor has to, to do that. But I think we, we need to recommend that, that with, with all, all deliberate speed that that happens, you know, in, in the future. And my hope would honestly be that we were, we were able to recommend a, a charter, the powers that be look into a charter amendment that would allow us to, we, we know that the numbers are going to be out of whack every single year, even if we do grow evenly as a city, we're, we're never going to be within 5% um, at the end of the 10 year period. Um, so I think making that such that the, the body can begin in 2030, as opposed to, you know, late 2031, as would be the case now, I think that's, that's something I hopefully we can all agree on. Um, uh, and I guess I also have a process question for, for DCA Guibert, and um, it's sort of about how we you know, exist as a body in the future, and, and if we don't have any more meetings scheduled after Thursday, do we still have to, we, we still, because it's the work of the policy body, I assume we still have to follow various rules, or, or how, how does that work in terms of how we can work on this, and does anything change after Thursday because that's our last scheduled meeting? Um, what happens when you get the great beyond? I'm not sure. I know you can schedule additional meeting in the past task forces have done. So, um, at some point you say we're done here, but just by adopting meeting does not extinguish your ability to be task force members. So I guess the, the reverse, the, the reverse question would be that, you know, obviously right now we can't all, we can't all jump in a, a Google doc and edit things. I assume that that would still remain the case even after Thursday. Right. I'll look into yeah. it more, but right. yes is the preliminary answer. Okay. So so we'd have to still still coordinate. If we if we don't have a meeting, we'll have to somehow coordinate the writing and compiling. And a lot of that will just be delegating and, and giving giving power to, to and, member Lee or the leadership or, or DCA's office, whoever to kind of close close those loops. But and and I would just ask the members to be thinking about that so on Thursday we can really decide whether we need another meeting or two or whether we do not. Um, and but we can decide that then, Mr. Hernandez Gill. Yes, uh, two uh, process questions. Well, at, at least one process question. Uh, do, do we need to? Uh, and this is related to the additional meeting or possible additional meeting. Do we need to meet to formally approve a final project, a, a final report, and uh, or is it something that uh, 
is just done and no need for that level of formality. And the uh, next question is somewhat related to that. Uh, we're still getting email in regards to the redistricting process. At what point do we lose access to the email uh, or do we lose access to it, I guess? Uh, once again, this kind of gets to the great beyond question. I'm not sure when this actually ends besides April 15th. Um, you may delegate to a task force member the composition coalition the final report. You could also have a meeting to approve it. That's kind of decisions you're making at the next meeting. And as for the other question, I don't know the mechanics of that. Very good. Vice uh, Chair. Um, Mr. Gobert, um, I would really like to also ask you to please inquire as to when we're going to be formally dismissed, because there's a lot of rules that we're under while we're not dismissed. And if we're not working on anything, we'd like to know when the task force is disbanded officially. Because I think uh, much of it has to do with having at some point a final meeting and declaring the work of the task force as being completed. And I think that's something that we probably need to do formally. Yep. So I uh, would find out whatever you can, and uh, then on Thursday we'll figure it out and, and get to the heart of the matter. Uh, I just want to say to all of you in the final report, just, you know, I don't want to set any rules because I, as well as anybody, know what you've been through and know the, uh, when we've agreed or not agreed, I understand the conscientiousness and the effort that everybody up here has put into this process. And even though people didn't agree with us always, nobody up here took this task lightly. And, and I know that from my heart. So um, I just think this is your moment to say what you want to leave with the city about this process. And, uh, and you know, if we come off well in your eyes or not, that's okay. I, I don't think there's an issue of judgment here. So anyway, uh, that's my final words on this matter. Uh, we may, I think if there's nothing else to constrain us, we're ready for public discussion on this item. Public comment. Very good, Mr. Chair. We'll check now to see if there are people here in room 416 who have comments about this discussion of the task force final report. If there are people here in the room with us who want to speak about the shape of the task force final report, they can line up along this side that I'm indicating with my left hand. And no one is doing so. Let's turn our attention to the folks who are connected to our meeting remotely. And because this is the first time that we've opened public comments since we came out of our hour long recess, I'm going to go over all of the access instructions for how people can connect to our meeting. If you wish to participate in this discussion remotely and you have comments about the task force final report, you should dial 415-655-0001. The meeting ID for today's meeting is 2492-733-4356. Press the pound symbol two times. You'll know that you're connected to the meeting because you will hear the meeting discussions through your telephone. If you want to speak on the item, you should then dial star followed by three, and that will raise your hand to speak. If you
This will be the last chance for public comment on anything on today's agenda, but it is public comment specific to the task force final report. It is not general public comment. We do not have a general public comment period on today's agenda. Folks who are connected to our meeting remotely, if you wish to speak on this discussion of the task force final report, you should raise your hand from within WebEx if that is how you are connected to us and that will add you to the queue of speakers from whom we will hear. Can I invite our OSEA team, our, uh, Agnes Lee, Arturo Casenza, and Raymond Boris to please provide access instructions for speakers of Cantonese, Spanish, and Filipino who have comments specifically about the task force final report. Sure, you have been unmuted. Thank you. Asunto número 3, informe final del grupo de trabajo. Para escuchar esta reunión en español, por favor, marque 1-415-655-0001, seguido por el código de la reunión 2496-412-6837. Luego presione la tecla de numeral dos veces para dar su comentario público en WebEx. Solamente para este asunto, por favor, levante la mano para ponerse en la fila de espera o marque 415-655-0001, seguido por el código de acceso 2490-906-1875, más la tecla de numeral dos veces. Luego presione asterisco 3 y antes de empezar a hablar, espera que el sistema de idea que su línea ha sido activada o you have been unmuted en inglés. Usted tendrá solamente un minuto para dar su comentario. Gracias. Raymond, are you there? Okay, if Raymond is not there, uh, we will turn our attention to public comment from the room 416 first. And now in the past few moments, a few people have stood up and indicated they have public comment on the form of the task force final report. Please come forward for one minute still, Mr. Chair? Yes. Okay. Hang on one moment while I get the timer going. Agnes, are you there? Into the mic. Yes, I'm here. So yeah. this is uh, the Cantonese commander. So do you want me to clarify whether uh, the caller want to speak on the mapping or the final report? 
the agenda item is the task force final report. Um 你們在這裡當我們是做遊戲我們很希望我們的需求我們的我們的聲音能夠去重視我們我真的很感慨 Thank you, Sam. Agnes, can we get interpretation of the comments? Uh, sure. Hello, members of the Task Force. My name is Sam. I come to City to attend this meeting again. I want to express my disappointment at the redistricting uh, outcome and why the redistricting task force will not consider to put in District 10, why our voice not being heard. Do you think that we are playing game with you all? What I hope is that our venues, I mean, what I hope is that our needs and our voice can be valued by the task force. I I feel so uh, angry right now. Excuse, Thank you. Excuse me. Uh, would the interpreters let people know we're only taking comment on the final of the discussion of the final report at this time, not on what we did in redistricting or what we did not do, but only on the final report on this item. Thank you. Yes, to clarify, I already uh, asked uh, the commander whether he want to talk about the final report and he said yes. Oh, okay, well, you can't. <laughs> you can't do anything about that, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Agnes, thank you, Sam. Could we have the next speaker, please? Hello,我是廣東話。你好,因為現在一個工作評論環節是只可以針對工作組的最後報告來發表意見,不是針對我們的畫圖發表意見,你清楚嗎? Okay, the, the, the Cantonese commander are very clear that uh, right now the public comment is for the mapping, but want to talk about uh, his uh, disappointment at the, the redistricting map. And maybe so what I going to proceed? Huh? Maybe he wants this to be captured in the final report. Mm -hmm. That's not what he's saying though. They're, yeah. they're asking us why. And, and here's the problem. I don't, it's not that I care. But there's a standard that we're going to hold everyone else to about what they can talk about and what they cannot talk about. 
And if we're going to open it up, then we have to open it up where everybody can talk about what they want to talk about. Now, we're not crazy. We know what people are saying. We can understand it once it's translated. So I need some advice from y'all. Are we just going to open this thing back up? And we've already let people leave today who thought they couldn't make public comment on, you know, on other items of their choice. So I'm just not sure how y'all want to play this. No, no. Um, Mr. Chair? Yeah. Uh, maybe we, we, we could say, and I could say this, and I try to say this in both languages, that uh, they could say they could exp have us note their disappointment in the final report. I understand that. A lot of and, people are. Right, I understand. And a lot of people, note, note this and, and a lot of people may have wanted to come here today to express their dissatisfaction with the final report. But they, 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 but, but if they didn't make it when we were talking about the final report, what am I to do about those people who didn't get a chance to voice their dissatisfaction? Right. You, you know, you, I understand and I'm sympathetic, but I just can't, I just don't know how I can have rules for one group of folk and have different rules for other folk. What I'm saying is that we could try to get their, them to conform, conform their comments to the item at hand. Um, yeah, that's uh, fine. Yeah, right. But so, that's what I want them to do. Right. Because that, that's why it's not fair. Uh, Bobo 你你認為是應應該有有咩意見咁樣,你可以咁樣講。Remember Lee, they're going to have to make their comments on the final report, man. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm telling them to make comments regarding the final report. That's that's that that was what I was saying in Cantonese. We have the next so, uh, Oh, yes, Agnes. Thank you. I have no comment because you guys cannot accept my opinions. Please come forward. Hi, Taikaho. Hi. Taikaho. Hey,你好,你記得呢,你如果呃,你接下來你發表工作評論嗰陣呢,記得提及啊,我工作組嘅最後報告。咁樣呢,你就可以繼續發表意見,係針對呃,你覺得呃,最後報告嘅嗰度
或者大十倍，我哋先系个个都系个系开心。因为咧，宝岛内区咧系凤国区同埋佢哋差唔多系餐厅啊、客厅啊咁，都系去到嗰度。所以咧，我哋好希望咧，你哋咧加分嘅宝岛内区六个凤国区或者大十倍。当然咧。宝岛内区同大十区呢，等于系阿妈同个仔咁密切嘅。咁而家你哋啲翻去阿妈同个仔呢，暗暗好失望，我哋系好唔中意。所以我就希望呢，你哋最好系慎重考虑，加翻去宝岛内区、六房国区或者大十区。好希望，好希望，系多谢。诶，呢位女士，你叫咩名啊？系，我叫 U 扎库，讲过几次啦。U 扎库，系<笑>好希望你哋加分落去。嗯、um, ，Hello members of Task Force， 啊、uh, ，My name is Yu Zhaoku， 嗯、um, ，I'm the resident of Visitation Valley。Um, my recommendation for the final report here is that I could like to see Potolar and Visitation Valley be kept in District Ten, uh, because um, the um community members who live in these two neighborhoods have some shared uh cultural, especially like like um the lifestyle, like the eatery culture. We have the same thing, and the relationship between Potolar and Visitation is kind of the relationship between mother and son, and you cannot um separate mother. From uh her son, so I really don't like this change, and I really hope that you can consider to put a portola investigation um together in detail in the final report. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your comments. Let's get the next speaker, please. Thank you, Agnes, for the interpretation of the comments. Can we get the next speaker? Excuse me. Can we make sure that we are talking about the final report and something different than? Then putting the portal uh, into D10, we've already gotten that. Thank you very much. And unless there's something, something new, and that is, well, it's fine. They phrased it as the final report, but we know it's the mapping trying to get it into the final report. Please only report on what you want in the final report. Agnes, could you please make that really clear? We don't want to be rude, Hi. but we do want to be fair. Okay. Um, I I want so so I I will clarify again in Cantonese. Ah, you hello, this lady. We are directly talking about this work planning process. Your opinions can only be considered in the final report. It is not about any specific suggestions. If you do not consider it in the final report, our members will not accept this work planning process. 你听清楚吗？我不会听广东话 ，sorry。哦，哦 ，this this is Mandarin。Sorry， I I need to make clarification in Mandarin。嗯，你好。啊，现在我们所针对的公众评论环节是针对工作组的最后报告，所以你现在发表的公众意见必是针对。后报告不能是针对任何，就是呃，重划。图的任何的意见，如果如果你的接下来你要发表的意见不是针对最后报告的话，暂时是不能接纳的。你明白吗？因为我们在第二项议题已经讨讨论完了。
听懂吗？听，知道。你知道，那那你现在是要针对我们的最后报告发表意见，对吧？是吗 ？Are you going to write your public comment to word about the final report? Please begin. 你是我是，你可以开始。好，我叫安娜。我跟你们说，保多利亚和法国区是唇齿相依的。你们这次无视我们的需要和存在，你们欠我们社区的。还有一位委员说话对我们非常不尊敬，说我们参加到第十区是秘诀，至今我们还没有听到道歉。谢谢。啊、uh, ，So， 啊 ，Mr. Kirk， this is 啊、uh, ，still public comment。About the mapping or their disappointment, right? Do 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 I need to interpret? Please provide us with interpretation of the comments. Okay. Um. Hello, members of task force. My name is Arnard. Um. Here's my input. I I I could like to see Portolar and Visitation will need to be kept together. I really think that um redistricting task force owe us apologized and all our community apologized. Um, that that uh how uh what I want to say. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing your comments, Anna. Thank you, Agnes, for providing interpretation of the comments. Could we get the next speaker, please? This is Cantonese commander. Hey, 呢位女士，你知道我哋而家针对嘅嗰个公众评论环节系只系针对工作组嘅最后报告。知道。你明白吗？知道。好，咁你而家可以开始发言啦。我真系讲下我自己个诶意见啫。好记得，我记得好记得好清楚。有一次，上次有一个会员讲，宝多丽区同埋房屋区重新合并嗰阵咧。進入誒大十區，佢係暴力同埋滅絕，呢、这個好難聽，所以傷害我哋嘅議員，把嗰個華人同埋亞裔個社區咧降誒降低為第二個公民，希望佢向我哋道歉，多謝。好意思，你頭先你誒你啱啱講誒講到誒有一段，即係講完保多利同埋房屋區嗰度咧，跟住你個聲音嗰度窒咗，我聽唔到啦。你係頭先講完。誒、呃，保多麗同房屋區之後，跟住講啲咩？我話誒、呃，有一位委員講誒誒，保、呃、多麗區同埋房屋區重新合併嗰陣，入咗第十區，然之後咧就係、是、誒、呃、暴力同埋滅絕呢個位，呢句話好難聽，傷害我哋嘅議員同埋華人同埋亞裔個社區降為第二個公民，所以咧我誒、呃、需要佢向我哋道歉。Midget. Ah, yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, hello, members of Task Force. I just want to um voice my personal opinions. Uh, that. There's a, there's a one time at one of uh, the task force meeting that one of the members mentioned that um, uh, we are talking about uh, to put a portolar investigation when it in detent. However, one of the members a statement really um, posed some offensive to our Chinese 
community. Uh, she, she or he mentioned something about violence and discriminations uh, against um, the Chinese community. I, I really think that um, th that members really owe us uh, apology and that that um, devalued uh, us as a secondary um, U.S. citizen. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your comments the task force. We have another speaker who's just stood up in room 416. Do you have comments on the form of the task force final report? I'll start your time. Good afternoon task force. Um, in regards to the, the final report. First of all, one of the task members had talked about. Uh, at the culmination, one of the last meetings that this has been 222 hours at that point. So thank you for all of your time and effort. I appreciate that personally and professionally. As far as the, the final report, also it was brought to attention as far as the idea of maybe providing one or two sentences of a personal, why a person voted what they did or how or why they did. I will say a lot of times, if you do that, a person may not necessarily agree with you, but they may respect you. Thank you, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for sharing your comments. The task force, do we have anyone further here in room 416 who has comments on the form of the task force final report? Let's turn our attention to folks who are connected to our meeting remotely. There are 76 people listening and of them, there are 11 who have comments on the form of the report. Could we get the first speaker, please? Can you hear me okay? Yes, please begin. Great, it's David Pilpel, I think last time today. Okay, so I'm unsure why no outline or draft text is publicly available now. How does the public provide input on this um, final report? There's no attachment at this time for today or Thursday on the task force final report on the uh, website. I think the most important content here is the justification for deviations over 1% and recommendations for the future. I would post a draft final report as soon as possible and schedule another meeting, even if it's after this Thursday, at least five days later, uh, to consider adopting that report so there's time for public input. I think that there are three things left to adopt the map, to adopt the final report, and to delegate approval for minutes that haven't yet uh, been uh, prepared. Finally, I think returning to two or three minutes of public comment would be better. I don't think there's any real basis for limiting it to one minute. This is a topic that hasn't been discussed before, and I think people need time to comment on the, the, the final report. Thanks for listening. Thank you for sharing your comments. Could we have the next speaker, please? Hi, yes. I just want to say that um, this is very peace, Gringa. Oh, God. So, um, I just want to say that the translation, um, everybody knows what's happening, and I don't think that's right. I agree. Um, and then also for the final report, you need to put everything into the final report. Don't put what you want and make it look nice because it wasn't nice. It was very mean. There was a lot of underhanded things that happened. Um, and we can be very specific, but I only have one minute. So I think you need to put everything in the final report. And I do want to apologize to the elders of the Asian community when I said that they were reading things they didn't know what they were reading. Because at the end of the day, that's what you do when you're in community and you trust the person that is speaking for you. Um, because everybody does that. So I apologize to that 
of what I said because that was disrespectful and I own that. Um, and so I apologize because you were just you in screen for sharing your comments. The task force, sorry to cut you off. We did reach the one minute limit on your comments. We have to move on to the next speaker. Thank you for bringing your comments. Could we get the next speaker, please? Hi, this is Jen Say with the League of Women Voters of San Francisco. Uh, we would like to share our thoughts on the final report, but there isn't enough time given. We only have one minute uh, public comment today. It would help everyone if you let all of the public know when the public needs to submit their ideas and suggestions to you to be included in the official communications archive for the task force. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jen Say, for sharing your comments with the task force. Uh, just to follow up on a portion of what it is that you recommended right there, I have been aggregating and receiving the public comment received by the task force on a weekly basis, and I try to have that content posted online on Monday mornings. Of course, today is Monday, and we've been in session since 10 o'clock this morning, so I may not get around to it until later this afternoon but I will have the last week's public comment posted online sometime before the end of the day today. Thank you. Could we have the next speaker, please? Hello, this is Tab Buckner, and um, I strongly support Member Pierce's proposal to um, have reasons in the final report of why certain uh, drastic measures were taken in terms of dismantling huge portions of districts, uh, dividing communities of interest, uh, despite massive public con comment to the contrary. So really, it really is appropriate and would make total sense for the task force to explain its reasoning behind these drastic measures. Thank you. Thank you, Teb, for sharing your comments to the task force. Could we have the next speaker, please? Hi, good afternoon, Task Force. My name is Cheryl Thornton, a resident of District 10, and I agree with Member Michelle Pierce what needs to be included in the um, final report as well as the League of Women Voters. But I would also like to include um, all the economic harm that has been done to District 10 to actually um, prioritize emerging districts over uh, neighborhoods that are struggling, trying to survive, taking the Amazon away and giving two ballparks to District 6 for emerging communities is racist, to say the least. And this is working against what Mayor John Shelley said in 1966. So this was cruel and it was unusual and it was racist. It was systemic racist. And it's everything that James Baldwin said that San Francisco is the most racist city in the nation. Thank you. Thank you, Cheryl Thornton, for sharing your comments. Could we have the next speaker, please? Hi, um, this is uh, Brenda Barrows. And so I would agree with Cheryl and, and uh, that it needs to be uh, inclusive, your report. It should have your justifications for the decisions that you made for sure. And, and also uh, to the damage that has been done within the community and what your recommendations are to repair the damage that you have done by this process uh, because you know there are torn relationships that that may be impossible to to repair i hope not but they may be impossible to repair and so i i just really hope that that each member also puts in what their real thoughts is because i know you're not all in agreement you're not all in agreement on everything so what we don't want to see is is some uh statement that makes it sounds like kumbaya like you guys all agreed on everything Thank you, well, we know you for did. sharing your comments to the task force 
Sorry to cut you off. We did reach the one minute mark, so we have to move on to the next speaker. Could we have the next speaker, please? Is there a caller on the line? Yes, hello. Can you hear me okay? Yes, we can. Please begin. Hello. Can you hear me okay? We can. It's quite a lot of noise on your telephone line, but we can hear you. Uh, how about this? Is this better? It is better. Please begin. Okay. Tell me when my time begins, please. Right now. Thank you. This is Peter Warfield, head of Library Users Association, Library Users 2004 at yahoo.com. I hope that your final report talks about the length of the meetings uh, and also the timing allowed for public comments. I hope that you will include how you did publicity and provision of basic information, which I think was very uh, deficient, including that you had almost 100% of the information and the publicity online only. And that, I think, resulted, well, I know it resulted disproportionately in the exclusion uh, and handicapping of vulnerable populations like minorities, folks who are poorer, older folks, those not fluent in English, and the handicapped. You've also uh, actually excluded people who wanted to make public comment in the speaker queue, including myself, once by the chair and multiple times by not being called upon. I agree with a lot of the previous speakers about putting the reasons in and Thank so you, on Peter and so Warfield, forth. Thank you, Peter for sharing your comments to the task force. Sorry to cut you off. We do have to move on to the next speaker. Could we get the next speaker, please? Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Please begin. Hi, this is Virginia Marshall. I'm on a train now because uh, this is where I'm traveling today. And I just want to be, my public comment is that I'm very displeased with this committee. You have destroyed the African-American community, particularly in D5 and D10 uh, and uh, the Tenderloin. So shame on you. So please put in the record, as someone said earlier, why you make your decisions. You will have to live with this. Thank you. Thank you. Virginia Marshall for sharing your comments. The task force, could we have the next speaker, please? Hi, this is William Walker from District 11. I'm really upset that the language issues regarding um, folks who speak English as a second language, I don't believe that their access to the meeting was as um, equal as folks who speak English. I'm, I'm also sad that I presented a map that I think solved a lot of the questions that you had about how to keep communities like South of Market and Tenderloin intact, and I'd, I'd like you all to respond to why you were unable to do that. And I'm also curious to know why, um, it, why other analyses of other maps. I mean, I, I had the ability to do a PowerPoint, but I'm sure I wasn't the only person, David Topol, we weren't the only two people that submitted full maps. Um, and just the whole outreach process, I'm hoping that you look at how you did outreach and why different communities that were underrepresented and were not, um, you know, participating in your violation of the Voting Rights Act, in my opinion. I think that your decisions have diluted the African-American Thank you, William Walker, for sharing your comments with the task force. Could we hear from the next speaker, please? Task Force members, my name is Russell Maureen, Visitation Valley, D10. I uh, didn't plan to call in again. I hope that it was uh, pretty much done. And I really, I think my comments about the report is that um, your listening sessions, I, I know that you explained why you wanted to listen before you mapped, but 
given that you're already passing a deadline, maybe that needed to be reconsidered. Um, more mapping, less, well, not to say not less listening, but a more target listening session and then getting into the maps earlier would have been helpful. The 4 a.m. votes, um, that's just not democratic. At a certain point, you got to say, hey, we can't be doing votes in the middle of the night. Something to put in the report. And again, I, I support what people have said, the reasons. You need to put the reasons why you made certain decisions and just do it in a way that it's not, uh, it's balanced. Just explain why the decisions were made. Otherwise, uh, good luck. And hopefully I won't have to call in again. I think we're done, right? Thank you. Have a good day. Thank you, Russell Marine, for sharing your comments. The task force, could we have the next speaker, please? Hi, this is Adam from D6. And I definitely agree with everyone who said you need to put the reasons in the report, but also imperative in the report for is recommending a rules process. I think one of the biggest problems with this process has been the lack of rules, the lack of concrete decisions, and the constant flip-flopping on decisions. You would vote one way, you'd vote another way. Um, instead of the community coming together and understanding why you made hard decisions, this task force has divided communities by making every community feel like they have to fight just to hang on to what they have. Um, having that definition and that process laid out from the start um, is going to drastically help the next task force that has to address this. Um, just throwing everything to the wind, going YOLO, and hey, we're going to find out how it goes. We're going to go to A, then B, then A, then B. That doesn't work. Thank you. Thank you, Adam, for sharing your comments. The task force, could we get the next speaker, please? Hi, uh, Curtis Wu again, District 5. Just want to say I agree with Member Pierce about uh, putting justifications and I think even having like the record of the votes like where each vote line item like have that tally this is historic record and I think the final report needs to be an honest representation of how we got here and represent the honest conflict that occurred and you know to me the bottom line is we wanted to divide marginalized communities over more affluent ones. Um, so again, the whole process was, you know, really disgusting. And I think um, you made a lot of people lose faith, faith in the governmental process. So thank you. Thank you, Curtis Wu, for sharing your comments. Could we have the next speaker, please? Hi, this is Lauren Girardin with the League of Women Voters of San Francisco. We agree with Member Pierce on the need for justification of votes and also for justification for dividing communities of interest for dividing neighborhoods and for dividing cultural districts. We'd also like you I'd like to recommend that you review the league's public comment from your meetings going back to the beginning and the eight letters we sent during the redistricting process for a host of recommendations that were either not implemented or that not, they were not acted on in time for those recommendations to be truly useful. Uh, those are not, not the extent of our recommendations and we would certainly see them though as a starting place as always each of you are welcome to reach out to the league for any information you need but the question remains will we hear from you thank you thank you lauren gerardin for sharing your comments with the task force can we get the next speaker please hi i'll be brief uh it's joe regular color um what is this about you writing a final report? You should explain your final report, how you draw your lines, because I, I, I'm still looking at the mysterious differences between District 2 and District 5, and it is just absolutely obscene how Lower Pacific Heights 
you know, part of that district, you get the horrible supervisor, Shamwell Walton, and the other half, you get supervisor, Catherine Stephanie the Great. Uh, you know, I mean, if you look at Pine Street, you go down, you know, you know, and then somebody goes down Scott and Strainer. The, the whole thing's a mess, and I just wonder what logic you have at all of this, and I hope that's in your final report. Uh, and I, because I'm sure a judge is going to read it. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you, Joe, for sharing your comments with the task force. Do we have anyone further connected remotely who has comments on the form of the report? If so, could we be connected to them, please? Is there someone okay. on the line? Oh, is this me? Yeah. This is uh, Michael Nolte. Um, yeah, I, one thing that disturbed me about this whole process was that seeing that there were a lot of uh, um, sent in public comments uh, by uh, uh to the uh, commission, and I'd like to know how much weight was given to those uh, basically uh, faxes that were exactly the same written by the same people, um, mentioning their various districts that they currently live in, and making and telling the task force to uh, make decisions for other supervisory districts that they don't even live in, um, and it, it just amazes me how. Uh, the underprivileged populations don't have that kind of uh, clout to be able to do that kind of stuff. Uh, um, how much uh, how much clout was given, uh, and so on. And I agree with many of the other comments that were made by others in the community about this whole process. Thank you. Thank you, Michael Nolte, for sharing your comments. The task force, can we get the next speaker, please? Hi, um, I would like to uh, you to put the following in the final report. So the process uh, is very long, but at the beginning is uh, kind of people each community fairly come come on to share their feedback, uh, their wish list, uh, what they want, uh, those kind of information. Until like one month ago, uh, District Five Supervisor Dean Preston, uh, because uh, his own. A political interest, so he stirred up the, this whole uh, stir up this whole things, and then he says that he wants to remove three members. At the same time, he said we shouldn't recall any anybody until they turn through. This is because his uh, his uh, district may have African American supervisor after this redistricting, so he kind of uh, he kind of bring up this movement and there's the other conflict between different community. I hope you put this in uh, in in your report. Also, uh, supervisor, this this nice supervisor Hillary uh, wrote. Thank you for sharing your comments with the task force. Sorry to cut you off. We did reach the minute limit, so we have to move on to the next speaker. Could we be connected to the next speaker, please? Um, uh, yeah, just some suggestions for the final report. Um, maybe explain what happened with the outreach people. I remember they they were there for a while, and then they just kind of were relegated to not doing telephone town halls, which seemed like a great idea. And also maybe explain why there were no in district meetings, and also explain uh, why you didn't release a map for a few more maps uh, for a few more months. That would be really helpful, um, and I think it'd be. Great to have the report in blue ink on white paper. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for sharing your comments with the task force. Can we have the next speaker, please? Hi, everyone from District 1. And I just wanted to state that hopefully in your report, it will be a very neutral report explaining 
how you all came to your decisions so that in 10 years from now, we don't have this catastrophe. Many communities are hurt right now. Many communities don't trust each other right now. And a little bit takes, needs to take reflection from how this task force did mapping their conversations to the public and even some encouraging of not public comment. You need to reinforce democracy, stating that everybody's opinion is important, even if we disagree, even if it's long. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your comments on the task force. Could we have the next speaker, please? Mr. Clerk, there are no further callers in the queue. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Mr. Clerk, Mr. Atkins. Public comment on item three is closed. Uh, members, uh, do you have anything further for us on today? Seeing none, I believe we can call item number four. Mr. Chair, would you like me to file this discussion? Uh, I know most of you won't have anything to do until 2 a.m. this morning when you'll remember your regular routine. So until then, we are just... File? Huh? It's fine. I'll file it. We should we should acknowledge that it is also an agenda item for next the next meeting on Thursday. Thank you all. Go home, man. Or, he nodded yes. Or at least back to the office. Thank you.